Hi, everyone, and welcome back to episode number 60 of the Couch on Ice podcast. Uh, lots, or not lots to talk about, but a lot of shitty stuff to talk about today. I got some COVID stuff to talk about with postponements, some sad Olympic news, maybe some trade talk to lighten the mood. But before we get into some of that information, I'll introduce the boys. I'll throw it over to Jordan. What did you get up to the past few days, Jordan? No, not too much. We've just been... Uh relaxing at home a bit it's been pretty cold so not too much to go out and do unfortunately but yeah i feel that i feel that chase what about you what'd you get up to oh actually went went to the old odr oh, yeah. around a couple days in a row that was nice a bit cold out but like whatever whatever i had to had to uh shovel shovel the rink before i could skate <laughs> but like Whatever, that's how she goes. How, how was the ODR? Was it decent? Did it need more, uh, more the wintering? One I, the first one I went to was pretty rough. It was it was, it was, was fairly rough, but there was like a good 60-70% of it that was good. Oh yeah. And so uh, the shovel I have actually, well, it wasn't really great. Uh, but once I went over it with my shovel like seven times, because it's got the old steel blade on it. Yeah, it actually, like works super good. I was That's like legitimately awesome. scraping the ice. By the time I was done, actually, some people ended up coming. Oh, really? And helping uh, at the near the end when I was basic, I was already there for like so long. Right. Um, and yeah, once I once we got it all cleaned off, I was like, well, fuck, I might as well stay and finish cleaning this off. And then <laughs> yeah, just so much better. I just couldn't even handle the puck anymore. Oh really? <laughs> just sliding all over. Like, oh my god. Oh. Yeah, I remember real ice now. <laughs> but, Not yeah, no, the other one sticks. I went, yeah, the other one I went to was pretty awesome though. Like it was actually legit boards and yeah. I haven't, I haven't put my skates on since before COVID. I don't think or no I put them on once. I've I've been on one uh, ODR last winter and that's it. But yeah. like since the yeah, start just, of COVID when my rec league ended because of it like i haven't had skates on yeah yeah i haven't that's why i went out i was like screw this like i don't know what i'm doing with my life i haven't skated in like probably a year at least at least i'm dying right i gotta my rec league and moose jaw probably gonna go go again today because yeah it's actually not bad out so yeah my rec league and moose jaw is going back on since i live in saskatoon i get to go for sunday games but i keep getting the i'm still in the group text so i'm still getting the text i'm like fuck I just want to be a moose jaw for one Sunday so I can go play some, <laughs> go play some puck for a night, and yeah, no, just no, get on the I ice. <laughs> sitting here watching Mortal Kombat, which, is, which was awesome, but yeah, yeah. well, when there's when there's <laughs> games being postponed left and right, you gotta watch what you gotta watch, I guess. Um, and yeah, speaking yeah. of that, uh, I went to Spider Man, like I mentioned, and I'm not gonna spoil right, right. anything because. I mean, if you haven't heard spoilers, you're better than a lot of people. But um, yeah, that's that why I don't crazy. follow like so many people. <laughs> so then I don't hear crap. Yeah, it was it was great. It was fantastic. Um, they did a lot of like stuff that was in comic in the comics and stuff that I found really cool. I love that the action scenes were great. The villains were awesome. Like Alfred Molina, Molina, and Willem Dafoe were fantastic in it. Um, the first half's a little slow. Second half is the best second half of a movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> it is wow. the most fan service. If you loved Spider-Man 2, like, or like, like, or not Spider-Man 2, like Spider-Man. 
as as I did is what I meant. Um, you will absolutely adore the last half of this movie. It is unfucking real, unreal. Post credit scenes are awesome. Um, they kind of set up a little bit of the future. It roller coaster of emotions that movie though oh one minute you're up like sad and crying next minute you're like happy and excited next minute you're like on your toes it's awesome it, it keeps you keeps you rolling with the movie the whole time so highly highly recommend you all to see the you know casually best movie of the year not talked about enough but i'm gonna plug it one more time on our podcast so no go yeah, check no, out spider-man no, no, 3 here so no, they definitely need to make like a uh, one of these super epic movies every year. It's not every, like a standard. Hey, yeah, every like, every year or two. Like, what was it? Infinity uh, War, the, Avengers, the, pretty much. But yeah, Avengers, the first Avengers, or the yeah, yeah, Endgame or whatever. Endgame yeah, was make, the blow once up you make, one. Yeah. Once you make the super epic movie, like you actually have to do it. Like I know it's probably so much work to like make sure it's actually oh, they, so good but they love it you have to do it you have to do it now We're, we expect it so oh yeah we <laughs> yeah do. no i'm stoked to watch that i'm so stoked i'm stoked to see uh dr strange right after too in a couple months in uh, yeah, march I'm so sure. yeah that one looks pretty that good. one looks dope they showed dope. so if you want to see the teaser trailer for dr strange it's actually at the very very end of spider-man like the after all the credits they because they haven't released to online yet so it was really cool to get to see the teaser trailer of Doctor Strange, and it looks unreal. There's a lot of surprises in it that are look fun, look really fun to see on the big screen. But no, that was my weekend. I mainly just raved about Spider-Man and didn't shut up about it for the past three days. <laughs> so, and, and but I did have to miss my Nothing Penguins wrong with that. game. Yeah, I had to miss my Penguins game on Friday. But what was that? Which one? Was Buffalo, that? Uh, where. Jeff Ooh. Carter wins it in overtime. Game. Yeah, I know. I was a little disappointed. It looked like a good game. I was happy to see Jeff Carter winning it in overtime. Uko, Uko, Pekka, Lukanen, buddy. Yeah, man, getting Sorry, some Sorry, Justin, in. but, like, sometimes, like, Uko, Pekka, Lukanen should be playing in the NHL, well, hey? Wasn't Subban in that game? I thought Subban. Was it Subban? I think it was Subban, actually, it because been. he made that been. crazy exactly. glove save behind his oh, back right. that was against that was Rodriguez. It was a glove. I, I, it was his glove. Was fucking crazy. Oh, you, we all thought it was a blocker. No, like, it, yeah, no, we, it was a behind the back glove save. And we, yeah, we yeah. playbook. It it literally when people watched yeah. it at first, the Drum like because I, yeah. I saw lots of clips on it where the broadcasters were like, Oh my god, how did that not go in? It was literally going full speed behind him and it didn't go in. He yeah. didn't have anything blocking it. And then they slowed it down and the tip of his glove where the netting is on the outside just barely gets it and it flies out of the net like if crazy. you showed somebody malcolm suban highlights <laughs> like top three goalie in the league oh that's okay i bet <laughs> if you showed like pk suban you think he's the best defenseman of all time <laughs> like yeah. both suban brothers or both of the three i guess pretty good at yeah hockey. I've been yeah, waiting for Subban to find his home. I hope he can like stick in Buffalo as like a backup, like a long term yeah. backup or something yeah. or whatever. Yeah, there's got to be somewhere for him to like actually find his ground. One of these gate days. He's a good actually, enough like, goalie for the NHL. He just hasn't found his team. He might not have found his team yet. Is what my mind. Yeah, exactly. To, right? There's he's some been, goalies. Like, 
super holy. Just never looked comfortable. Never was able to find the groove. And, but he'll have you know, a couple games man, man. where he's just lights out. He looked all right in Vegas, but then they ended up getting Flurry and yeah. Leonard yeah. and <laughs> didn't need him anymore. Yeah, hey, you brought up Buffalo, and I just started thinking instantly of that Uko Pekaluka because he's been just magnificent since he yeah he's he came up. in too. Like yeah, he was struggling in the AHL team. too. He was really struggling down there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Statistically like, wise, I should say, I sh- the team yeah, they didn't is want first. To pull him up. Like that's why yeah. they were playing Dustin and stuff like that. Because Dustin, I, was I so remember good. at the start of the year they were talking about playing, uh, playing him, but obviously yeah. he wasn't playing good or something like that. Oh, time. I have a bone to pick they with that. By the it. way, we have a bone to pick with Buffalo. I think because or not Buffalo. Buffalo's fine. It's the people talking about Buffalo, the analysts around it saying. Buffalo is a competitive team here and there. They just don't ever have goaltending. You guys are very wrong about that because Tkarski and Anderson, when they were playing, were absolutely yeah. unreal for this team. That's the reason they were winning games was those two guys. Yeah. And now yeah, they're they both like out, games. unfortunately. And, yeah, now you and can blame it on the goaltending. Their team's their playing team's well. Playing, playing a lot better, and they're getting good goaltending, which is helping – both of those so it looks kind of weird hey like yeah it does i, I just like, wanted really, to sh- a lot of a lot of the last little bit has been uka pekalukan and he came in yeah, and he, he looked solid yeah he they got played called great up. against played great against anaheim's first game like that just gives you confidence right there like maybe this team had no confidence which they probably didn't because they yeah yeah they, so. they couldn't they couldn't even help their help any goalie whatsoever yeah hanging it, out the, dry defensively and like I mean, Rasmus Dahlin's turned his season around real fast, actually. He's Points-wise, he's actually producing. Defensively, he's still a turnstile, but that'll come, hopefully, with age. Uh, But this defense wasn't helping their goaltending off the start. (laughs) And now they're starting to pick it up. I love Bryson. I think Jacob Bryson is fantastic on this team. Yeah, I know, hey. I love him. Yeah, I I know, hey. They're going to be like, no, I want him. Is... uh, is he he's still playing Miller, right? They call him Miller. I want to say he's been playing with Miller. I don't really. Know. I, he started how do, off. How do you know who's playing with anybody anymore? Like fuck, half the team's not playing most of the time. So yeah, that's true. Well, okay. Playing, I'm saying no blow from Anna from the age. Yeah, take away protocols, and if they're both yeah, healthy and playing, it should be Miller as his teammate, right? So that yeah. pairing is fantastic. I absolutely love it. Um, oh man! If this team can get healthy and they got touch, I believe touch is coming back. He's dog. Like, supposed dude, to come like back now. tonight, but yeah. he isn't anymore because the game is postponed. What? No way! Yeah. I don't believe you. Deadass! I, I don't know. I saw it's that all over Twitter. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> Elliot Friedman's been uh, all over Twitter posting all these re postponement games, which is oh just a fucking nightmare. I'm so sick. Yeah, hey. So annoyed oh, about so these postponements. I was actually surprised I was excited. he was coming, actually was early. coming back this early. I yeah, like, I thought wow. it was January was the numbers I, or the time frame I was hearing at least. But nope. No, oh, cool. Jacob Bryson right now playing with Casey Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Yes, I, I have. He have. fought in that game. He is a like 25-year-old prospect defenseman or something like that. Yeah, 24. Yeah, yeah, I've heard him a little bit. Yeah, I don't know how old he 24. is. 24. He is 24. No, he's he's nice, decent. Nice. Fourth round pick, third round pick. Is he right-handed? He is right-handed. Yep, 24 Not years yet, of age, 5'11". Yeah, 5'11". Oh, he looks way bigger than that. Um, oh, yeah. yeah? Well, he had a first career yeah, fight know, against Pittsburgh, so, so that was kind of cool. Like, 
Like, a guy being 6'1 can look so big out there. Like, yeah, well, he's only 5'11. You know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he like, looks 6'1. Like, when it looks to look, like, when it comes to size with some players, it's just so weird. Like, a guy that's 6'1 can look just massive. Yeah. But even a guy that's 6 feet or 6'1, he can also look really small out there. It's True. Just, it's yeah, so it's crazy how stature can really play a big role, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, there's a guy with broad shoulders and just a big frame. Yeah. You can be six foot out there and, and hit like you're 6'4. Yeah. 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 And, then, and then there's players like Kevin Ball who are actually 6'6 six, six and 250 pounds <laughs> and are just an absolute <laughs> mutant. Yeah. Well, you can tell those guys, hey, because they're just skate weird. Every oh, yeah. Six, six, they look six, like they could just like up. spread their legs apart and go over top of everyone else. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, no, it's but no, back to back to the Buffalo and stuff like that quick. Um, no, this team's playing awesome. I love Tage Thompson, how he's stepped up Man, and hey. done what they've wanted him to do for like three years now since that O'Reilly I've trade. I've always liked him. I liked him. He was he the was biggest piece time. in the O'Reilly trade. You know, like he was going to need time. They knew that in St. Louis. They were like, this guy's not going to be good yep. tomorrow or next year or the year after. It might take him some time to... But we were expecting 22-23 for him to maybe like step in yeah. and like and be also- like more and also a, did we know what he was gonna be a middle six a bottom six a yeah top six. we still didn't have any idea at first we thought he was, he was gonna playing. be a top six guy and then over a couple of years we're like oh no he's gonna be a bottom like, six he's guy definitely and... a top nine player 100 yep. now yeah like, this guy's gonna be able to play at least a scoring role in a third line at bare minimum good for his yeah okay so no he's been like actually fantastic i wonder what actually sort of fantastic. minutes he's been getting here i'll take a look yeah, old tage and then of the thompsons and then dylan cousins is just getting comfortable he's starting to get more comfortable game in game out and i love to see that he's starting to score he's at a half a point a game too so i love these young guys minutes. that's a lot of minutes, minutes and 30 seconds for second first Thompson. line center uh, second line center pretty much um, yeah yeah he's playing in that He's part of that top six. When you got a bad team, it's called you have a top six of players. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> pretty sure you can play. You can play over 15 minutes or something. Yeah. <laughs> this is all we got. And then, so was Dylan Cousins playing the most? I presume. Um, I'm just checking. I don't think so. I bet he's playing seven, the same, like the same amount. I would assume. Yeah. I don't think they'd be playing him 20. Hey, like he's like. 19. Well, that's what I questioned. But like, I looked he's at like their 20. center ice, and I'm like, who are they? They're playing 15. <laughs> he's playing uh 15, yeah, he's playing just 15. over 15. Um, so he's but, played 17 in the last three games, and Tage Thompson has played 15 minutes in the last three games. So, so he's probably playing play. top line so, right now yeah, for for playing, today. Playing top line minutes at least, old. Dylan yeah, well, right now, so middle stats out. Continues. I bet middle stats supposed to be their first line center. Four, four, yeah, four, or is four, it Asp? No, Asplund's yeah. a winger. Who is no. there? Well, Asplund was trying to be a centerman. It's yeah, something and he then, is, like, but he's not. He's a better winger. He's a better no, winger. Definitely Mitz. Mitz yeah. is their supposed to be a centerman, but he's just, yeah, four games. Good time. Yeah, no, absolutely. But we love Buffalo. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Oak Poso Dog. He has actually been so good. Like He's been season. good this he's year. Pretty yeah. cool, eh? He's pretty like, decent this year. It, it, just coming not out the 20 points. Yeah. In, uh, in, yeah. That's pretty good. Um, another player that like I know his contract sucks in comparison now, but like he's still a good player is Jeff Skinner. Like I see him every night mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. like two things where it's like that's a star player that just needs better players around him. 
Like Skinner's yeah. real good when he's got someone to pass him the puck. If he's got an elite passer yeah. of any sort, even a low tier elite passer, he's gonna be able to score twenty five plus. Yeah, easy. he's gotta he's, he's gotta get really good with his two hundred foot game. He, he like, is, is so bad defensively, so bad. Like he's gotta be very good all over the place because yeah, obviously you're. You're not going to be the guy we all thought and maybe even himself thought he would be, you know, like this guy was going to be a for sure fire or, you know. Yeah, for not sure. Not, and that he won't be able to, but it, like let's temper our expectations on him ever getting close to 40 and 50 oh, again. Oh, no. You know? Like, I mean, like, we knew this contract was bad the second you signed it. We knew they that's, overpaid. That's true. We knew instantly. Jeff Skinner comes for one season of Buffalo, has a good season because he plays with Eichel. Yeah, congrats. Like, if I stood in yeah, front of the yeah. net, I bet I could get five goals with Eichel, and I don't even, I didn't even make it to the dub. Like, like I'm pretty sure I could get a decent amount of help if Eichel's healthy 82 games I stand in front of the net. Not discrediting Jeff Skinner, but he's not $9 million, especially when Jack was 10. How did you yeah, justify man. that? No, so, for, like, it's, it, it, it Mitch, like the players like Mitch Marner being overpaid on wing and Patrick Kane and or I shouldn't say overpaid and like Ovechkin, like they're being paid as much as the centers because they legit turn games around. Yeah, exactly. they're banking hey. over that money because of that, <laughs> not a, because they scored forty goals once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no kidding. I thought he but. needed backstrom. Apparently not. <laughs> True. Um, I'm just going to quickly slide to a Penguins game last night against the Devils. I don't really have much to say except for, thank God we have Bluger and Tristan Jari because we should not have won that game. <laughs> we were awful. And I'm okay with that we were awful because we this is our seventh win in a row. So like, But that was a scheduled loss for the Devils and we played like shit because they had just came off a of back-to-back. Um, they were all over us the whole game. The whole game. They broke our penalty killing streak, which I'm super upset about. We went like 30 some penalty kills in a row without them someone scoring. Our penalty kill wow. percentage, when I checked, I don't know what it is since the last game or two, but last time I checked, it was 93%. Jesus, hey. Yeah. Wow, hey. Yeah, uh, I noticed they were uh, one of the best. Actually, I they are they one of the best PK teams of all time in the NHL. All time. Pittsburgh, they're up there in like the top fifteen right now. And they oh, continue. Yeah. yeah, this is insane. Their PK. I haven't talked about it much because I've been. I didn't want to ruin the streak, so I was. I didn't want to jinx it or anything, so I just shut up about it until then. But oh man, they are unreal at penalty killing. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. They really built around it. Yeah, other. Well, they sucked last teams. year. <laughs> yeah, they're super good teams that I remember. I was hoping or assuming they were going to have a good PK was the Flames. Flames are third, so they've bounced yeah. back. I don't believe they were near that last year. Pittsburgh is 92.1, so they dropped a little yeah, bit with okay. the goal last night. But still, ninety two point one. That's insane. That's so crazy. 90%. Nobody has overhead 90% to finish a season, um, no, I believe. I, I think that's I the stat. Um, I think 89 is the highest in one season after a full Holy season, crap. Which was that's insane. But, like, later. yeah. No, um, we, like I said, did not deserve to win that game. Marino had a bit of a down game. Not, like, awful where it's, like, we lo- we almost lost because of him. But, like, there's just a lot of, like, turnovers he gave that I wasn't too fond of. 
Um, Jari looked quite good. Oh, he was yeah. brilliant yeah, he... at the end there. Yeah, um, I heard um, people same. talking about it, and I know it's kind of irrelevant, and we'll get into the Olympics later, but if they were going to happen, he was probably the best Canadian goalie right now. Way he's yeah, playing he's Statist- the most informed. He's I think he's 10 1 and 1 in this past like 12 or something like that or 10 0 oh, and 1 or something like that. It, it's crazy his stats since he's the f- slip at the start of the year. They've been unreal Pittsburgh so love it. They played the shit last night but we got the win so I can't complain. Let's move on to New Jersey for a second because a player that I have shit on a lot in my life because he has never been up to his full potential but yesterday i saw a little something in him that gives me hope and chase you have mentioned him many times pavel zaka i've been very worried about this guy for many years now when he was drafted so high and really just couldn't get it done he looks really good actually he looks he like looks a really good top right? yeah he's a winger yeah. he is yeah, not a center a winger over a center yeah um he's really comfortable yeah. on the puck which i was very shocked to see i was very shocked to see him comfortable on the puck because i didn't think he was as comfortable as he is on it um i was just wasn't expecting it but yeah no he's he's definitely taken an actual step like we've seen it a decent amount last year that was the first start of it and mm-hmm. yeah he's really solidified himself as like an actual Legit a, top he'll, be nine. A, he'll be around you know he'll be playing hockey for the rest Absolutely. of his career because he's he is that good and he'll yes. be making an impact on that on that team you know like any team that he goes to um yeah definitely better as a winger I always even even before like i thought he'd be a great third line center maybe a maybe a second line center i was um, when he was drafted i, like I thought like he'd be a second line center <laughs> yeah hey i never really knew he was drafted that high i oh, I, I, I knew him a lot more <laughs> uh, before I even knew he was drafted super high, I, from what I remember, honestly, just uh, yeah, no, it's it's nice to see him actually find it himself because they, they this team needs that, especially with all these young guys. Like I was a little worried on Sharon Govich to start the year, and he looked yeah, like these young too. guys are just <laughs> it's just it's it's tough to it's tough to tough to have a good full year, you know. Sometimes yeah. it takes failing quite takes a bit. A couple games you know the to... year the years of Zacha to get yourself mm-hmm. underneath you to actually become that player, you know. Absolutely. So, now Sharon Govich is yeah, slightly no, different because can... he's a fifth round pick. <laughs> but no, he was great last night. Doesn't too. matter what pick you are, you gotta be you're just Yeah, you gotta try and make the NHL one. the same as <laughs> if you're first overall or two hundred and Ninetieth, or I can whatever. piggyback on the old Devils here because I wanted to talk about them and their Wings game. Because cool, like to me when I watched them, uh, they were they just they don't have that spunk that they had. They don't. It's the not start. the same. Spunk's but not there, no, yeah. it's crazy. They look so much more structured than they did. <laughs> they look structured mm-hmm. well. Last game they lost, or last night's game against Pittsburgh, they lost that because just unfortunately had to call up john gillies who had to play and yeah and he looked pretty good he looked all right but there was just there was two goals that went in that were a little like eh, not great but oh well and well i shouldn't even say i guess like most of the goals Pittsburgh scored were slight mistakes by devils but other than that they were fantastic yeah, like what I'm getting at is that like their five hour energy drink they hit before the start of the season. It's, it's on the last five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like 
definitely it's definitely ever since, ever since Hughes got back, man, they're one eight and one. Yeah, yeah, that's. I, mean, I bad. guess no one nine and one because they lost to the Pens last night. Sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty poor. Um, so that's that's no fun. But like he's saying, also like, not. They have right players now. that are starting to to find themselves. Is that just found himself? Yes, Bergerat um, and Janssen. Marion Studnik, he is he actually was so found, good. I think he's for sure. He's for surely on this team now. Yeah, like, I was. Yeah. I was he, I was hoping for him at the start of the year. I thought he'd get some good playing time, and he's literally taking well, he, the reason Sharon Govich didn't play for a few games and stuff like that is because of him. Yeah, he, he is unreal. Great. He's so fast for a bigger guy. Yeah. Um, he throws the body. He's always on the puck. Always wants to be on the puck, which I love. Um, defensively, yeah, I just love the effort he gives, right? Like like yeah. you're saying, I I love that. Even though he's a guy who's come comfortable on the puck or off of it he's still not afraid to go out there and absolutely level someone yeah he's awesome i loved watching him play yesterday yeah. like he was one of, he, he was playing with mercer last night and mm-hmm. i don't remember who else was on that line and those two holy shit i was like terrified when they were coming down because either <laughs> one of them was just flying through the zone we shot them down very well but oh boy they were really good but I do want to talk about Kevin Ball on this team. Sorry, Chase, I know we're kind of cutting in before no, ahead, your man. Devils game or your Red Wings Devils game, but Kevin Ball last night, he played with Dougie Hamilton on the first line. And this is, if you recognize Kevin Ball's name, it's because he was the big piece brought back in the Taylor Hall trade to Arizona. And Indeed. he looked terrifying out there. Like I mentioned, this guy is <laughs> fucking huge. He is six foot six, <laughs> 21 years old, 215 pounds, second round pick. He was everywhere. He pinches really well. He's a really smart player. But I can already tell with his big body, he's going to be one of those friendly giant guys in a way. He does not throw his body a lot. And it looks like he's about to, but they just oh, goes yeah. for the puck. So once that new it, Tyler Myers. Yeah, uh, hopefully he doesn't go too much into Tyler Myers because that would be a real upsetting thing to see with him. Because I really liked how he played. He did a lot of things right, but with his size, I hope he hits more in other Devils games because he didn't last night, that's for sure. But no, uh, he just didn't want to. He took the, he took the hitting night off because he didn't want to give Crosby a concussion. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. But what do you got for your Wings Devils game? There is that the. Uh, oh, that's throwing? where that line was doing so good, dog. Uh, Mercer, Studnik, and that yes for Bratz on that. Bratz on the line, yeah. Oh, Bratz, good too. He's so yeah, fast. talk about speed. He is some know, of the yeah, best that's, edges. That's so fast. Yeah, oh he is God. one of the some of the best edges I've ever seen in the NHL. He skates so well. He's so good at picking up speed from nothing. Did you notice Tatar? I like haven't noticed Tatar. I noticed that. him once when they said, "Oh, the longtime Red Wing Thomas Tatar." I'm like, "Oh shit, he forgot he's a devil." <laughs> um, yep. he's not been okay. yeah that That's noticeable, a... unfortunately. Maybe he'll not maybe, lately. Maybe he's... Maybe he's switching up. He's only going to show up in the playoffs. Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't play. <laughs> but, but let's go to... Shows up in the press box. Actual, 
go to his ex-team here, the Wings, who yeah, played man. the Devils. Uh, it was Hattie time for Larkin. Yeah, man. He's uh, having a fucking year. career hat trick. Who would have thought? Yeah. Oh, I didn't I still know that. Don't believe that. Every time I hear that this year, I just don't believe him. First career hat trick. Nope. Nope. No There's way. He must have had so you. many two-goal <laughs> games in his like, first no season or two. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, a thousand two-goal games, I guess. Like, his first yeah, season, no. he scored 23 goals. How do you not get a hat trick in there? Yeah, no, this uh, uh they were playoff guy, team too. Oh boy, this guy is he's he's stepping up. Uh, old uh, oh yeah, Kyle uh, Chris Kulo gets the old assist, get pulls him up because of all that COVID nice. stuff, and, uh, gets uh, gets the assist on his on Larkin's third, <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Nice, nice to see him. Never thought he would actually be playing in the NHL. That this top year. Line is just wicked on Detroit right now. The Bertuzzi Larkin mm-hmm. Raymond line, yep, yeah, hey. Yep. Yeah, makes me awesome. super happy. I got Raymond there, Chase. Yeah, no doubt. Gotta give him back. Oh, whatever. He only got one point, I think, in that game. <laughs> That's okay. He wasn't in my lineup that week, anyways. <laughs> he can start scoring next yeah, week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I gotta bring up uh, Larkin's first goal. Man, Heronic just the grossest dump pass to him. He was like behind his own blue line. Um, I like the dot on the right side and just saw Larkin ripping up and just shot it right at the corner, bounced oh. right off, went right to Larkin. And, um, I think, well, the goalie thought it was going to wrap around the board. So he popped out and oh, <laughs> left the net wide open. But just to, like, I, I watched the replay again. I was just like, yeah, Peronic literally looked up and he was like, yeah, I'm doing this. And <laughs> shot it down the ice off the corner boards, popped right out to him and, in the net, it was love pretty that. awesome. I love that. Uh, uh would look real good. That was nice to nice to see. Um, other than that, are you comfortable? Uh, are you comfortable with Heronic being your number two guy for the next five to eight years? Would you be comfortable uh, yeah. with that? Our uh, our right side that we have, I want that to be our right side for the next like ten years or five 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 five, five, years. five yeah. to ten years. I would actually yeah. be okay with it being those guys. Yeah, I'm okay. just curious because like I I think Heronic's good enough to be on that second line too. I just want to see if a mm-hmm. legit. Mm-hmm. I think he's fan. perfect for that, especially. So do I. Of the guys that are around him, like having a mo. And, uh, and he had the experience from, like, on the top pair, so he knows how to play against the best guys at worst exactly, case. Hey, and now exactly. he's going to get to play against some, I don't want to say lesser <laughs> tier opponents, but definitely second line, third lines more than first. Yeah, more of his group, and he's yeah, like number number less, one guy. Less yeah. McDavid and McKinnon and more like <laughs> more yeah, not, Backstrom not and Malkin guys. or something. Kuzi <laughs> and Backstrom. <laughs> Uh, no shit. Uh, but yeah, no love playing. Love this COVID stuff because you get to play oh, uh, backups all the time. <laughs> oh man, do we get backups and third goalies? It's great. Yeah, hey. who's Schmied? You yeah. Schmied is my wife, hey? <laughs> you guys are gonna make playoffs. Teams are gonna make yeah. playoffs because of this because of this protocol stuff. Like yeah, these goalies dog. coming in is crazy. Yeah, that's actually pretty true. Like, I wonder if we so like if we like Pittsburgh won last right night too. now. Who's in the playoffs? If we shut down today, who's in playoffs? Well, I have the standings right in front of me. Um, so wild card would be uh, uh, East. It's okay. So what Metro goes Carolina. Yeah, that's why I'm doing a division. I'm gonna go yeah. Metro uh, from first to third. Carolina, Washington, New York, Atlantic, Tampa, Toronto, Florida. Wild card one and two: Pittsburgh and the Detroit Red Wings. Um, 
So no, that's it the, would be Boston because they would go with percentage, I guess. If it's points percentage, or sorry, it's Boston, but points wise, it's Detroit. But they're also five games in hand. Um, in the West, Minnesota, Nashville, St. Louis. In the Central Pacific is Vegas, Anaheim, or sorry, uh, Vegas, Calgary, Anaheim, technically. And Colorado would also be in the, yeah, because of these points percentage, it's all like fucked up. But Edmonton and Colorado, Vegas, Anaheim, Calgary, Minnesota, Nashville, St. Louis, those are the West teams that make it. I'm sure Colorado's, I don't know. Yeah, Colorado would be second. They uh, should be second in the the Central, Central. but because they haven't played enough. So, So, yeah. yeah. But they just went by points percentage, so that's probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'd be looking at. Uh, what's Winnipeg five fifty? You know they'd be out. Hey, Winnipeg yep. not even in the playoffs. It's crazy. Got Dallas out. Yeah, uh, the big teams out are Winnipeg, Dallas, one. Chicago. Yeah, in the West, and then obviously Boston, Philadelphia. No, I guess Detroit. Detroit. Would Detroit be sorry, Boston, Detroit. The, eh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Boston anyways because I don't think they'll make it. I think Detroit's yeah, gonna make way. it over them or Columbus. Yeah, I, do I genuinely think an upsetting team. No, I'm just saying, like, it. if it would. No, no, no. I know what you're Boston, saying. If it ends today, Boston would be in. But I still don't think they're gonna make it, even though they're in no, today. No, nope. I, I don't. I don't, don't trust this team. Team, sadly. But I. That's, that's that's right now, and I don't know what sort of approach we're gonna take in the next whatever for trading wise or our direction yeah. or I how have, Stevie uh, wants to do this because I. I think we're in a real good situation. Like I brought up about Evander Kane, not that I love the situation of getting him or anything like that, having that sort of person on the team, but uh, like, why not take advantage of getting somebody who's good or getting cheap things, things that won't cost you, things that you won't need or something like that. Yeah, I think it's okay uh... to spend that sort of stuff right now. And in all reality, we can probably go with the prospect group we have and wait a few, few years and, like yeah, that. it's my my Actually only. Uh, it's just the sure fear of Evander Kane is like, if you no. get stuck with him, you're fucked. Like if he's a cancer in exactly. Detroit, you're screwed because no team's taking him after that chance. Yeah. Like you gave him the yeah. opportunity, exactly. No team's giving him another one. Like, yeah, I'm don't so... dwell on the Evander Kane. Just any, it could be anybody. Oh like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, no, I know what you mean. I just ha- like I can't ankle. help like take a sankle because yeah. it's not going to cost you anything because the salary cap's high and stuff like that. Right. Like, I just, I just, we'll, yeah. We'll give you Nick Letty or something like that because right. we don't care, you know. Right. And we'll take Sanko or something. So uh, that yeah, would no, help was, the Blues a lot, actually. I believe, um, or it could. He could play with Pareko. I, think I just made a trade accidentally. Um, <laughs> uh, Letty for Sanko. Letty uh, for Sanko. No, yeah. no money retained. Either way, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, or if you want to like, get him for even cheaper, you could retain Letty and maybe not even maybe even get a pick. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but, man. Exactly. So no, like I think we're in a perfect position, especially with the team we're playing. I think it'd be kind of dumb not to make um, a sort of buying move at at the cheapest cost. You yeah, know? if you're I mean, not going to pay I, I a prospect or a pick. That is above. I would give up a third round pick at the earliest if I'm Detroit. I wouldn't give up a second or a first because I think I that's a like waste I'd try of to year. Stay away from, I would stay away from picks, but that's why. That's why I said at the highest, like a third. Guys, I know and like prospects and stuff that I'm just I like in all reality, he's probably gonna need somewhere else to go. Like, say we have a good right-handed 
upcoming. I just D-Man. don't know if you we guys have probably, any. We could probably let them let him go because of the three we have right now, at least sort of thing. Like, I think we can make a sort of decision like that that won't impact our really anything in all reality. You could, we have for sure, on like Nick Letty and stuff, guys that we're already okay with not get not having anymore. Or yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Like we could trade a Mark Stahl and a Nick Letty and then use that shit to go grab uh, whoever. Hey, and that didn't cost us anything, you know. Like that, uh, that's where I think we should go because yeah, we don't if... need to get more and more prospects right now. I think we can. I think we can grow with this team, and this team's proving to us that they're good. So why not be like, hey guys, you're good job. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I it, it depends on which prospect you're talking about getting rid of, but I'm very oh, cautious. Would be, it wouldn't be exactly. Hey, it wouldn't be anybody crazy. It'd be somebody who wouldn't. Like I said, like what's the highest squeezed out of the plans? What know? is your highest prospect you're giving up though? Like, what's is it like? Well, is, it, got, like is, it Vero? Like is it Vero? Is it Bird? It's Bergren you're talking. Like those guys are kind of options, but we have lots of guys in that sort of echelon of guys. Like even though William Wallander, like there's a lot of guys that are. Yeah, he's a little new. He's a little new. He's but, pretty um, new. He's a two years ago. Uh, Vero. Yeah, I, I'd year, be looking but... more at like your 22, 23 ish age guys. fair enough uh, my only fear of bergen is like unless you're getting a guy that's sticking for a bit like i mean tarasenko would be there for two years so it wouldn't be that bad of a deal at all and worst case you could trade him next year if you suck so for a 50 percent yeah, like there's an option like yeah. senko i'm comfortable with but if it's like pretty much anyone else i don't think i'd trade jonathan bergen because he's 21 second round is he a late first or an early Actually, second man. early second yeah real early second yeah. that's young to, to risk yeah. <laughs> giving him up so yeah no don't get, don't get the wrong impression that i'm what no no, no. Trade, like, i know of these prospects but there's definitely a couple that i'm sure i could make a, a deal like a throw-in type See, with it, like it's, i said it, with I, the guys that we're already probably going to shed at the deadline or we're planning on shedding at the deadline like I don't see why we can't just use that to go grab something that can help us anyways see and my thought and is like if you give up a pick because you have so many like you've only given up one pick this year, and you have three extra ones from other teams, uh, two fourths and a second. So if you did give up yeah, yeah, a exactly. third, one of those fourths, a uh, fifth and a fourth, like whatever for someone decent, then I don't think it's that bad of a deal. Because I mean, yeah, draft exactly. picks are magic beans. That's all they are. Yeah. They're literally just exactly. shots in the dark, like shooting fish on a barrel is all they are. So yeah, exactly. And that's what we did with uh, Nick Letty. Hey, yeah. We- which yeah, you'll took be able a to second get... round pick or and gave it to somebody else that Absolutely. we already got just so then we could yep. have so. and you'll be able to get so maybe, something so, else maybe we'll do maybe. something like that again yeah i never know um can we slide back over to boston for a second because we kind of mentioned them and i do want to bring them up because sure. because i brought up i don't think they're going to make playoffs and i heard jordan agree with me there so i want to kind of explain why because i know a lot of people are going to be like what the fuck um I think this, I, I've said it a lot of times, it's a one-line team, but I want to go deeper into that then instead. And Jordan, if you want to piggyback with me, that would be great. Um, yeah. I, I genuinely, name me one player. Okay, I shouldn't say one, there's probably one, but name me two, two prospects that you genuinely think could potentially have any form of potential to take over for Bergeron if he leaves this year. And this is kind of like forward thinking more or less. 
there's one name I can think of, and that's why I bring it up in the near future, and that's Stanika. I don't think Stanika's ever going to be close to what Bergeron is, though. And that's the only mm-hmm. one that's the near potential to be a number one center for this team in the future. What they're lacking is center depth behind Bergeron. Stanika's not even good enough now to do it. They have nothing after the first line. That is a playoff team, is what I'm saying. I don't think Coyle's but at all good enough. I think he's a third-line guy his whole career. Um, I think Nick Foligno's a third-line guy. He's aging. Eric Howlett's not looked great in Boston. Um, and Taylor Hall is your only other second-line guy I list- haven't listed. <laughs> that terrifies me. If I'm a Boston fan, I just listed three guys and Jake DeBrus, who's going to be traded. Um, I listed three guys there who are supposed to – two of them are supposed to be – two of the three are supposed to be in the top – their second line. Not good enough. This team is not good yeah. enough. They have Charlie McAvoy and the first line. That is pretty well it. Their goaltending is not awful. And, and I'm not saying this team is going to be last in the East, so I'd calm down a little bit. They're not going to miss by a lot, but they're going to miss. This yeah. decor is okay. Doesn't scare me. Doesn't scare me at all anymore, except for McAvoy. Carlo's injured all time, so he's pretty irrelevant. Matt Grizzly doesn't look like the same player he has in the past. Forbert's Forbert. He's pretty. He's a good defenseman, but he's pretty one-dimensional. And Mike Riley is also solid, but not great. Well, and they also have Jakob Zaboral, right? They've got a pretty loaded left side, but nobody really good. And I think Zaboral's pretty poor for an NHL yeah, quality guy. Now... I wanted to talk about this because everyone's bringing it up, and I think we brought it up definitely too. 2015 ruined this team, that draft, where they had three in a row. Can you guys name the three players oh, yeah, who yeah. were drafted in 2015, one after another uh, after another? Because I Zach Senjansen. Zach Senjansen, yep. Debrusque and Zaboral, exactly. Um, Debrusque was your only hope, and he is leaving. I don't think they're going to get an amazing return that they want and win this trade uh, unless they somehow make a miracle move that they can sometimes do. But I genuinely don't think it's possible to win the Jake DeBrus trade for them, at least today. Um, I just, I don't, this team doesn't scare me anymore. And that's Boston's identity is to scare you when you look at them. Yeah, like Marshawn, uh, Pasternak, and Bergeron all still scare me. Guess what? You can't put them on the ice for 60 minutes at a time. And no one else on this team except for McAvoy scares me one bit. Yeah, they're definitely in a position to, like, they they do need to make a move. It's all glaringly obvious. They need to make some sort of move. Um, A guy I was actually looking at with some of the... so, like, have you heard like they were talking about uh, Chikrin possibly being, being I, up for grabs yeah, here? I heard that. We'll, so we'll get into I'll get into that in a second because I but, talked about like, Chikrin being traded this... way earlier and I have a statement on why. But um, anyways, continue. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll get into that later because um, I want to talk about that with trade talk because I think this could be a spot like they need to make a big move like that or something, you know, like they got to. They gotta yes, make they something do. happen here because, yeah, it's just you know you're not wrong about the whole left side. It's exactly what's going on. It's just a bunch of bunch of guys being mediocre. You know, you need something else. You need a little bit extra push on that left side. 
Um, I think there's an easy deal to be made with um, uh, Zona for for a guy like that. I think they should go hard on something like that, or maybe they go hard for a centerman and kind of get that out of the way now. And I don't know. The defense has been playing good decently, so maybe yeah. you can kind of. It's not been keep, like bad. Defense like it's just that, not so. scary. It's just that's my yeah, thing. Exactly. Like playoff wise, like I look at that and I'm like, we'll be able to break that down. As a Pittsburgh mm-hmm. fan, I I look at Boston this year. And if we played them in first round, I know they had the experience, but like, I look at them, I'm like, we can beat this team easily. Yeah. Like last year, I thought Washington should have beat Boston. Like Boston was, they played very well, but I think the way Washington played, they were better, and they just couldn't get out. It was the same as Pittsburgh Islanders, like two teams that play, outplayed their team. They played, they just couldn't get it in. Didn't help that um, Mantha hit the crossbar eight times, but like. <laughs> still it's yeah, in no, post it's... maybe four yeah and this team like is yeah, way like, less scary than last year yeah definitely like the whole debrusque thing's been going on for way too long to me Far i thought too long he should have been moved a year, a year ago, ago at least um yes this yeah they just these guys need to that i think i i think that's the biggest problem is he's still there like this guy's I that's think an issue needed to move on like they need to they need a fresh start in their bottom nine here, I guess yes, you could say, because he's been trying to get on the second, first line or something like that. He or should be playing the first line or on. the second line the way they've been playing. Like, oh my yeah, God. Exactly. He, the problem is, is like, I don't want to like go out and say Cassidy hates DeBrusque, but it's blatantly obvious that DeBrusque isn't his favorite player and that no, he doesn't exactly. work under Cassidy, which is unfortunate because I think Jake DeBrusque is a very talented goal scorer. He's done it before, and I don't see why he couldn't do it again. Um, he's mm-hmm. only 25. He's not been really given a fair enough shake at times, and he's at certain times has not been fair enough shake, and then there's certain times where it's been well deserved. Yeah. One like, of the big sure. comments they said – sorry, I just got one more thing on DeBrus. Uh One of the comments Cassie said is, I haven't seen him score the goals I want him to score, which is net front. Uh, since his second year. That is not something you want to hear from your head coach. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Hey. Yeah, so, that's rough. Yeah, really yeah, rough. Yeah. And that's going to be tough Jeez. on the mental aspect of Jake DeBrus being like, okay, I scored a, a lot of important goals in some playoffs recently. Like, I had some good games here and there. And you're saying the only time you can remember me being effective is my second year? How is that going to screw with the guys that, oh, yeah, so I've been exactly. doing this wrong for four years now and you didn't think to just tell me like, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, I, I'm, I bet he has like I don't want to assume he hasn't because that's a coach's job but come on like mm-hmm. that's something you say where you know the marriage is over yeah exactly papers no, have already been filed like should have been dealt with for sure and yep. there was then yeah like you're looking for guys like Hollow and Felino and they're not there man they have they're not, not been there for you not been there at like, all and i thought Felino was going to be fantastic on this team i thought yeah, Felino was a bruin i was like oh this is going to help they're not as good but this will help with identity is Felino and he just hasn't unfortunately like i love yeah. nick and Felino and and another another big name to bring up out of the the like to me the keyest reasons why they look so disappointing and why you and several people are saying this sort of stuff about this team it's Hall it's Felino and it's Trent Frederick what yeah, happened to yeah. you Frederick because you're way better than three assists in eighteen games I know yes, that you're 
you're unless like you yeah 10 minutes of ice time man like yeah you're i think you can, another you can mistake play a lot more like are we talking yeah are we talking the coaches the reason things aren't going well and stuff like that like and i love just Cassidy. moving uh I... the, the answer like yeah probably, you're gonna move to point yeah you're gonna move to brusque and see how it goes i think that's your first move if you're don sweeney um but after and, that, yeah, you got to seriously look at yeah. Stanika's not been good another enough. just not there in five games. And like, Coyle, I like nobody stepping up this. Yeah, year. I like Coyle as a player. I like what he brings. He's a bigger body. He can play center. I think he's an awesome third line center. I think he's an awesome third line center. Yeah, they yeah, got to stop. Cup the ideal third line. Cup yeah, third line center. You yeah. got to stop treating him, expecting him to do more. I'm not saying that he's not been bad. He's been bad on hey, second He's just not good enough for the type of team they want to be. It would have been fine if you got anything out of your third, your bottom six. Like they've got yeah, that would help. We were just talking. They've gotten absolutely nothing out of their bottom six. Yeah. If their third line with Felino and Halla and say Debrask, whoever, who cares? Um, if that was actually going and producing, we would, you wouldn't we, be we, as upset about the second line. How, how mad yeah. would you be about Coil? Exactly. Yeah, you not as upset because he's effective. He's very effective. Yeah. Is he slightly overpaid? Absolutely. I think he's more of a $4 million player than a five. Um, but they but pay him to win faceoffs and they, they pay him to play defense. And, that's and he's good at those they two see things. That, they, they see that as a very important thing. And they Absolutely. Pay so but this team <laughs> has always been successful yeah, exactly. with having Bergeron Krejcic as your one, mm-hmm. two, to any line can score, your top six. Any of your top six guys can score. They don't have yeah, that exactly anymore. Right. Like, those two guys just complement each other and what they offer, right? Yep. Obviously, we all know how good defensively Patrice Bergeron is. His his, his game is unreal. Um, Arguably the best defensive was, center ever. Ever. Yeah, probably ever. Um, but Krejci offered so much in, in the oh. terms of his, his vision and his passing ability. Like... He, he saw things that yeah. so many people don't see normally, right? Yeah, like, yeah. He was just as important in that team as Bergeron. Equally exactly. as well, important. one thing, one thing was the dynamic with those two was so perfect. Was the yep. point dynamic? Like, it, one of them was doing something, you know. And Krejci, the like, best thing about Krejci, they could do it on his own. Not have been getting seventy points or or a whole bunch of points every game. Like these these two weren't always getting points every no. game, but one of them was. One of them, and was. that's that's and what made them so good. Is that there was you had to worry about one of those yeah. two guys getting a point. Like their line was going to get a point. One of those two lines was getting at least a goal or two that game. Right. We won't. Yeah. Hurt, you don't know who it is probably, but like, and if they both show up, you're losing the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frank. Absolutely. So, and it's just Krejci, the way he he created on his own and made Craig Smith better, like Miles better, like. Look how good Hall no, looked no, with him. Great Taylor Hall look. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Taylor Hall is still a good player. I think. No doubt. No, it's sure. it's. Uh, I don't want to be like too unfair to him that his line's really struggling and what they should be doing. Like they're getting around the same points, around fifteen points that whole line in twenty five games. It's not awful. It's just not good enough for this team. This team is so bang average to me. <laughs> so average, like for uh. For a team that identifies themselves as a playoff contender, I don't. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to view them anymore that way. Um, and their goaltending's been fine. 
I don't think it's been good enough either in the points. Like it, it a lot's gonna have to change for it's me to change around. my it's views. It's looking a lot better, but like yeah. No, I'm no, waiting no, for no, the like, next fall off. Yeah, is the issue. They, they need. <laughs> Yep, they need to make that move. They need to make a move to get them going, or else exactly they're probably gonna, they're probably just gonna dissipate and have an off yep. year. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm kind of just, I kind of give up on this team now. Like being playoffs, I just don't trust this team. I do not trust this yeah. team anymore. I and... the the only reason I fully trust this team to make the playoffs is basically the fact that I believe their management will do something or find a way to make yep. this kind of turn around at least for this year i'm willing yeah i'm definitely willing to be proven wrong i'm willing to be proven wrong if they make a right move this isn't a terrible time to do the opposite of what i'm saying though this might be the best time to do the opposite of what i'm saying and trade your debrusque for whatever picks you're gonna get and and then flip those picks for something if you do deem fine yeah like a year when somebody yeah exactly or like you know like maybe you got to be a little patient for you or you rebuild you start your rebuild with that too that's a possibility like that's what i'm saying you know like maybe you do the opposite of trying to make sure you get to the playoffs and kind of make sure you're not going to get to the playoffs just so then you can kind of do a little reset and yeah build off of like hey you guys got to prove it now because like we're not even, you know. Like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You no. want to be here? We're we're aiming for in a year or two to win the Stanley Cup or get really back into the thick of things. Not, yeah, absolutely. Not right now, that's that's definitely a possibility. Got, how much shelf life do you got for Bergeron here? You know, it could be this year. Thirty-six. Could be exactly. half of a year. Could be literally half a year, and he could be done uh, playing hockey or just in Boston. Frankly, like, yeah, we, and if you this know is a possibility. You go for it this year, then I guess hey. that's that's where the argument is, right? Like Bergeron is almost done. Marchant's getting up there. Like, what is he? Thirty three? Marchant? Thirty two? Um, like, yeah, Marchant's thirty three. So like, he's getting up there too. I know he's got four year contract and it's probably gonna be good. The yeah. whole contract, at least the top six guy throughout that rest of the contract. But no, it's. I think yeah, maybe you go for it this year. Do what you can, and if you have to go into a full rebuild in a couple of years, like in two, three years, four years, then you do it. You do it if you have to. Um, Because, but yeah, make sure you fully do it properly. Yeah, hey. So, uh, let's move on to another team. You mentioned Dallas, didn't you, Chase? You wanted to bring them up. Yeah, hey. What do you got on the Dallas Stars? The best. I had a great analogy for them earlier. (laughs) The best worst team. (laughs) The best worst team I have ever seen. (laughs) No, not ever. But this team is like so. Like they're gonna do it. They're like, oh, you guys suck. Oh, they're gonna do it. Ah, fuck, you suck. Flyer. They're kind of like the West Flyers now. Oh yeah, no kidding. Not sure what to get out of these. The way they trend. Oh, it's yeah, exactly. Brutal. But uh, yeah, so let's talk about the last fourteen games, about the last month, thirty days oh, or yeah. so. Back, we back when for. we said this team better turn it around, and what did they do? Yeah, they actually <laughs> they did it. <laughs> they did, and then they did. And then they dropped. <laughs> they they carried <laughs> they the ball. They carried the ball nineteen steps out of twenty, and then dropped yeah. it, <laughs> and yeah, then like dropped it all the way down. 
Yeah, yeah, picked up the medicine ball, ran about 20 feet, and just straight dropped it. It's like you. it's <laughs> like those over. strong men competitions. You know those ones where they pick up those big boulders and put them on, like, the table or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. it's oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They have yeah. it up, they have it up, they have yeah. it up, and then they drop it and break their toe. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh, yeah, I got that up. Okay, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit, broke my foot. I got I got a uh, forfeit. <laughs> but, yeah, so we're talking about the picking that stone up, and the guys picking that stone up, we all know who that is. Robertson and Pavelski have yes. clearly led this team in points. And let's get deep into that. Clipping at like basically a point per game. Robertson with seven goals, seven assists, couple power play genos. Uh, Rope Bay Hines, eight goals, seven assists, uh, four power play assists, two shorthanded goals. That's all in just nice. 14 games. And I nice. believe he got like three. <laughs> or four assists that one last game that he played like it was he's unreal i love it was Rube. crazy i love um, and then pavelski chilling with seven goals 10 assists three power play goals and two of those power play goals coming that last game um yeah so that's clearly the team right now <laughs> power play shades of boston like, one line yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um Power play percentage is fifth in the league at 25%. So that's still that's good. staying good. And the reasons to that are Jamie Benn and John Klingberg would be the other reasons, other than obviously the three guys carrying yeah. this team. <laughs> Klingberg scored uh, his first power or first goal of the yeah, season the other night yeah. in overtime. Gets his first goal of the year, a power play goal, game winning goal. Love it. So, I hope that good. can spark him. So yeah, good for him. Um, he's actually yeah, he's been playing pretty decent lately. Basically, he's pick, he's after Heiskanen's after Heiskanen's hot start with three goals, ten assists in the first fifteen games, yeah. Heiskanen has no points in the last seven. Really? Games Ouch! And three apples in the last eleven games. So the four games it's before that, he got he got he got three apples at least. Well, um, yeah, it's just the past seven. But, he's struggling. Yeah, the past seven, nothing. Uh, Klingberg has taken over, and honestly. I've had this guy in fantasy the last couple of years, and it just it, this is a trend. These guys flip flip back and forth. Yes. Like, I think it's why you need to trade Klingberg because this happens all the time. You're never going to have a consistent Heiskanen because Klingberg's literally going to steal the show half the time. And yeah. I don't I don't know why, but it's it, it, it's a it's a fact. You can almost stamp it. Yeah, like, I, they're I too, like they're both too now. good at the same thing. Yeah, um, only, yeah, only one of them can really get going at. A time, uh, yeah, you gotta, yeah, I don't know, um, but I, whatever, um, it is what it is with those two guys. I will bring it up in the trade talk because I got a few spots or some thoughts about where Klingberg could maybe go and what they could maybe do there for sure. Um, but let's talk about not getting going and not wanting to talk about it, and that's uh, Tyler Sagan in the last 12 games, six of those games. Tyler Sagan has played 15 minutes or under. Ooh. One game was 12 minutes and 10 seconds. Holy shit, that's not enough. That's just not enough. What the hell? Also, uh, they all, I also want to point seven? out, yeah, minus no, seven in that 12 games, man. It's also this worth guy needs noting a fucking Christmas break or something or yeah, hockey rehab. It's worth <laughs> noting that the whole Dallas, are, I can't remember who in Dallas said it, but they blame Sagan for their yeah. their scoring woes. How are you blaming 
a guy who just came off of surgery and has to regenerate his muscles. Well, he's not scoring. <laughs> Your team can't score other than one line. Why are you putting it on Sagan? He's not had a great I mean, year. Crosby back from fucking injury. That is everybody being like. That's oh, exactly no. it. Crosby's not scoring. What the fuck? That is exactly in a mu- let's say a month's time because that's roughly when Malkin's come back. Let's say two months from now. Then he's in- on the ice for a month playing. Let's say he's got five points in like 15 games or something. And Pittsburgh is, let's say, five and 10 or whatever. And not, or like, probably gotta be worse than that to blame him. But, and then the fans just start going, it's because Malkin sucks. It's like, he wasn't fucking there and you did fine. (laughs) Like, yeah, like, calm down with saying, I get it. I truly get it. Yeah. You need him to be better. He does need to get better. It's, Still early enough for superstars to kind of snap their head out. Of it him. is early enough. He's on a twenty goal pace, so we're not talking. How like are he's... you upset? <laughs> so you're, how are you upset, Dallas? Oh my you know, god, I hate this team. <laughs> you can, you can, you can turn that around. Um, especially after Easily. like we're talking a whole surgery and stuff like that. Like this is clearly just not going to be. We were hoping for a full year out of him. You're not getting a full year, but you better get a half a year out of this guy and that's yeah. what i wanted to bring up because this is fucking brutal dude like you're playing i don't know if it's the coach or what's going on but i know you're better than this and you can play more minutes than that and you're not proving you can play more minutes than that yeah so it's get the hell going like i said you need a christmas break or hockey rehab or something figure it out man because this is not this is not good enough to trade him is all i'm saying At this point, <laughs> if you're gonna continue like this trade him because he is not helping your team you can get anybody else oh that's so premature third line center yeah but this is he he has not been helping them production wise like quite a while he's been injured and stuff like that i'm just saying like as if this like continues man if you just continue to do this for another year like what do you get out of here yeah but you can't give him a a year of surgery and then back the next year and be like yep you got to be exactly what you were when you were before and like we expect it i think that's so unfair that's like saying to dylan larkin if he wasn't having the season he's having this year and let's say he's having more of one like last year if you're saying oh fuck dylan larkin he's never gonna be good trade him away he's the worst like (laughs) i think that's so like i know you're like saying it as a joke i can hear that you're like saying trade him um I agree. He needs to be better. Give it a break. Give like Dallas fans, like pump your brakes, chill. You guys are struggling. You guys might have a bad season. If that happens again, you're going to see a lot of turnaround. And I think you're going to see a new coach. Actually. Um, I think they're just going to feel like a change of scenery is in act. Um, chill with Sagan. He's 29. He's not 35. People are acting like he's 35 and washed up. Is he probably going to be the Sagan he was when he was like, what, 25, 26 when he was scoring, what was it, like 30 goals and 70 points-ish, 80 mm-hmm. points? No, he's probably not going to be that. If he can get 60 points a year and plus and get 25 plus 30, like 25 ish goals and some 10, 15 power play, can't be mad. Can't be mad at what he's bringing. I think he'll... We're doing that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So... Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Pump the brakes. Yeah. Sorry, continue, though, with Yeah, Dallas. no, that's about all I got with Dallas. It's just, okay. we can get into some trade talk. If well, you I would like that to, way with to stick. Or we can do that later. Let's push it a little tiny bit later, because I just want to stick on Dallas for a second. Um, you guys see the Tanner Caro being hit by Connolly? Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, oh, yeah. 
Oh, Jordan, yeah. did you see it by any no, chance? No, I didn't see that one. Kate, go on Discord. I have it ready for you yeah, right here. Um, just let me pull it up real quick. There we Dude, go. That was just terrible. Like, what are yeah. you doing? You guys are only going to hear the audio if you're listening on Spotify and everything. So, unfortunately. But I'm going to play quickly the audio of the hits so Jordan can see it. Yeah. Big hit is Connolly oh. stepped in. <laughs> <laughs> he never saw it yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I don't want to watch him being stretchered off because I don't think that, I would like to see yeah, no, throw that's... the hit one more time on a better angle. So here you go. Not looking. Puck rolling along the Yeah. The puck was two feet away from him. Completely. Yeah. No chance he's getting that puck rung around the boards. That is, that's almost a suicide pass to me, right? Like I think that's got to be the defender's fault. That's Connolly's fault. No, that's no. Connolly's fault. That is the most blatant interference. He is nowhere near the puck. Yeah. Like the the defender knows he's coming to make that hit. That's why he rings it. Oh God, yeah, he was staring him down the whole time. Connolly and we have clarification for it. Brett Connolly was suspended four games for this hit. Um, I just want to show Jordan, make sure we all had it. In front yeah, of us. no, that was just. That was horrendous. an awful like, hit. Awful. Like it was going around the boards, like or unnecessary. The glass even like you, you don't even like the guy's not even gonna play the puck, and he wasn't playing the puck. He was. No, he wasn't even <laughs> fucking looking. God. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't understand why. Like what was that, Connolly? <laughs> yeah. That? Absolutely. What? Um, it was that is a bullshit hit. Four games, fully deserved. Um, I get people have slip ups in their games like this all the time, so I don't want to shit on Connolly too much because I don't think he's done a lot of terrible stuff, but I do know he likes to throw these big hits along with people heads down. Um, no, it's just you can't have that. Like, you can't have that like, in your game. Like, if you guys really want, if anybody thinks this is a legal hit, at least if, if you want that to be a legal hit, at least don't fucking kill the guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's not looking. You, you, you can just push him down if you wanted to. You can, Absolutely. You know, go, go 50% on that. Like, get, yeah, yeah, uh, definitely no. go. Take the two-minute penalty. You're already in stride. You know you're going to get it. You're going to take two-minute penalty. That's fine. Just give him a nice cross check and yeah. – Knock him like, I'll make that a, I'll make that a legal hit if you can find a way to not hurt that guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, if you can lower it to try and avoid it, and you still get a penalty and nobody's hurt. I'm cool. <laughs> like you tried your best. Um, but after the game, Joe Pavelski uh came and talked to the media about it, and he was really shooken up. If you remember back in 2019, he had a really traumatizing injury in the playoffs against Vegas when he was still with the Sharks, and he kind of reflects on that. So I'm going to quickly play that clip of Joe Pavelski kind of talking about the injury to Tanner Caro. After an ad. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't be right if it wasn't an ad with it, right? So I'll just wait for that to go through in three more seconds here. It's terrible. I've been there before. Holy shit. Uh -huh. My teammates rallied around me that night. 
You know, there's flashes back there. I don't know. Tanner's, he's awesome. He's soft-spoken, makes sure he works hard. You know, he doesn't miss a day. When it's when he gets called on to play, he shows up, he makes great plays, he plays hard. He's, he's a great teammate. It's, it's just, we've heard he's doing all right, you know. Um, you know, for that. That win's definitely for him. But, you know, you just say a prayer for a speedy recovery. It sucks. Yeah, uh, so that's Joe Pavelski, obviously, talking about his, <clears throat> reflecting on his experience in 2019, too. And you see how much that shook him up. This was obviously a very emotional hit for this team. Very emotional hit. They all seem to have taken this, of all, like we saw with Joe Pavelski. Like, that's that's insane, intense. Yeah, I um, mean, he clearly looked genuinely worried, right? So worried. Like so panicky, panicked about. I, understandably, like you would be. Like if I saw one of you guys getting hit like that, I'd be freaking out too. Like anyone, it's, right? Anyone, that was it's a just fucking hammer. Yeah, it was yeah, a big it was hit. One and... of the. Yeah, I don't like thinking about uh, the old uh, times. Like I remember one of my brother's games. I was at even uh, a guy got it was, it was he probably got hit from behind from like. It was like the dot or something like that, like that far away from the boards. Yeah. Um, and well, it was just speed and just throwing all the guys weight and he slid right into the boards or landed right into nice. the boards at the corner. And like his man, he was, he had to get stretchered off and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is like, like a small town Saskatchewan waiting for like a, an ambulance and yeah, stuff. 30 and like, minutes. I think that was before we had ambulances at every rink and stuff like that right. all the time, uh, yeah. waiting for just a, in case and stuff like that. So it was like, yeah, the the whole air out of the building just comes out when when stuff like that happens. It's yeah, it's so yeah, man. We, we've all seen feels it. the weight. It's yeah. so scary. It's terrifying. We've all seen it. Um, if you played sports for a long period of time, I'm sure you've experienced it in some form of a brutal injury whether it's yourself your teammate uh, opposing team um, yeah I was gonna a game you're watching the opposite team right yeah like, i'm sure i'm sure something's happened but well like something as simple as like jordan and i are playing high school soccer and our goalie's leg broke in a game like just from yeah. a slide tackle our goalie like that was a shock in itself there i remember that clear yeah. as day and like um like obviously our own injuries that we have and some like traumatizing stuff. I've seen people stretch it off the ice too. Like it's it's awful. It, and you feel awful when you know the guy. Like one of my close friends got stretchered off and it was terrifying. Like I remember both or all of our teammates where the game was canceled and we just froze. It's like it, it hits you hard, especially as a teammate and especially at this level. So I just wanted to kind of show that and uh, there is a three-minute clip of Pavelski talking about if you'd like to go listen to it. On, but I just wanted to kind of show that up. Uh, that's all you got on Dallas there, Chase? Uh, the only other thing would basically be, well, Jake Ottinger is going to get this team going. If you have any oh, doubts with this Ottinger. team, I think I think it's because uh, we haven't seen the true Ottinger show yet. So yeah, Whether hopefully we have a second half Holtons. of the season. <laughs> yeah, we've been watching the Holpi show so far, so... I think I think there's greener pastures even. 
<laughs> if we have <laughs> a second half there. of the season. <laughs> um, nice. Um, but no, I agree. I think Ottinger in a couple of years will be a really, really solid goaltender. I know Dallas fans are super excited for him. So that's something to look up to if your team sucks further more, furthermore. But uh, Chase, mm-hmm. I believe you mentioned you had one other team you want to talk about before we get into trade talks. Was my right in saying that? Sent to the group chat. Um, oh, there was a game. Yeah, Winnipeg and the Blues game yes. on Sunday. There, yeah, that was that was a good game. I want to bring this up because of uh, Stasny got his got an apple starting it off. Gets number five hundred. Yep. Um, awesome. Instantly, when they scored, Ehlers was just running around the ice trying to find the puck and giving it to him. Hilarious. No celebration on that one. Just here's your puck. This is yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, after that assist, he must have, it for the uh, coach. <laughs> he must have uh, Mario mushroomed up after that old stat because <laughs> he got like two goals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stuffed the game. Monkey's off his back. He got his five hundredth. Was it assist or point? Assist. Assist. Okay, yeah, he got his yeah, assist. Yeah. He, he just needed the assist to make sure he got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So can't get two goals and, and still be at four nine nine assists. <laughs> yeah, he was. Playing with uh, Shifley and Ehlers. Love seeing Shifley and Ehlers pop yeah. off. Ehlers just getting a goal and three assists in that game. Love it. Ehlers is going to be so fucking good. Already I is, just, man. isn't even already. I just think oh. he's going to be even better. Yeah, I dog. No, Ehlers. I feel you because I think he, he needs to be consistent. It's the only thing I, I scream at him about is yep. like, dude, if you're more consistent, you're Kyle Connor. You know? like this Absolutely. Is, I fully agree. Last man. year, though, he was better than Kyle Connor. Um, yeah, was that his full? That was that his was full year, year actually, where like, he lit it. Year. Yeah, he yeah. got like twenty no, goals or something in a short nice. season. Like he's mm-hmm. great. Um, I agree with the that this whole team. I agree with consistency I, issues and are in yeah, some form. And I, yeah, and I do believe there is another level this team can be brought to. And I really hope someone else does it because I always believe Paul Maurice would, would yeah would bring these guys there. And um, while you're on that yeah. note. Uh, let's bring up the head coach, Dave Lowry. Uh, I forgot to bring this up last podcast, but and I didn't even realize I didn't even put two and two together. Dave Lowry is Adam Lowry's father. Um, I <laughs> oh, never <no> lips. <laughs> yeah, I, I during the podcast <laughs> it just Dave didn't. Lowry the guy that looks like he's never drank water in his life. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. No, it's not. No, it's not. No. Nope. Okay. No. Um. <laughs> But no, that, he gets his first win as a coach, and it's just I don't know how I didn't bring it up last week and didn't even put two and two together. <laughs> like, no, that's yeah, his no, dad. Mind either, so don't oh, feel too bad. Yeah, no, everyone's talking about. I think that's cool as shit. And apparently, yeah, he's crazy. a really respected coach, Lowry. He's definitely earned his uh, his way up and knows what he's talking about. And knowing that Adam Lowry's dad is like a, a legit coach. Makes so much sense when I watch him play. I'm like, where did this guy come from? He's so good yeah, at these hey. little things that most players take years to develop, and he's just naturally yeah. good at them. Ah, it makes sense. His dad was a coach and taught him this from a young, young age. Because yeah. Gensel actually, does the same cool. things. He could be what they what they need. Like honestly, that actual father son connection might that's help because dope. that's a that's a big key on this team that I see right now is getting that third line going again because they got it going with cop and stuff like that and made a sweet line but yeah now they're down a player or two so they can't really do that anymore so i 
maybe he can well he knows this kid pretty well i'm sure he'll find a line for him like that's for sure i'll tell you yeah. that right now oh so, yeah and he doesn't have to worry about the top six put whoever oh. you want any of those six guys jumble them together throw them together doesn't matter but he's gonna figure out this third line it's like how do you not you'll know what your kid will yeah he'll work, have will, some rearranging to do and stuff like that hey for sure he'll have some line juggling to figure out though with blake Wheeler and be now, like so. hey chevy i need this guy my kid will light it up with him <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> if he stays, because so far he is he's just taken over for the end of the season. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll see how he does, obviously. If if uh the Jets are make playoffs, then I he will definitely get a contract, I think. So um yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't. No, absolutely. That's their that's all they need to be. It's a playoff team and hopefully compete in it very well and make some distance, but yeah, there's a lot of promise for me with this Winnipeg team. Just you know, they're a same, mover. Exactly move what Paul Maurice said. Kinda. Yeah, Paul Maurice yeah. believes in this team. He said they just need a new voice, and he could feel it. So, like, that's all reason he yeah. left pretty well, or one of the big reasons he left. Yeah, exactly. Hey, like exactly. he knows this team's tired, good tired enough. voice. Everybody knows you too well and stuff yeah. like that. Like, well, he was the, voice, It's just like you kind of want to prove it to him more than you know. Yeah, he's the second longest like tenured coach. I, I imagine your voice would get old quick. Yeah, exactly. Um, being no there doubt, for no eight, he's either there for eight or nine years. I can't remember which of the mm-hmm. two, but no, absolutely love it. Hopefully, Winnipeg can kind of like start flying more and playing the yeah, way yeah, they exactly. can play. That's what's going to be frustrating about the Jets team this year is if they underwhelm you, it's because of the players. Mm-hmm. And because this team is built well, this team I like this team. Their their forward group is one of the best drafted and developed I've ever seen um, in yeah, a long man. time. They, Just naturally yeah. getting a lot of these guys and draft like they draft Shifley, yeah. Connor, they draft the Ealers, like trade in the Wheeler. Right way. Yeah, did the right way. And so I love love how this team is orchestrated. Their defense could use some help. Bufflin leaving early didn't help that, but yeah, and I think I've said this before. When you're you want to put yourself in a situation where your team is like this, and all you need to do is get that extra guy for your bottom six, like I'm talking. Like, yep, those are way easier deals. Absolutely, <laughs> those are way easier, uh, uh, holes to fill. There's like nine thousand guys that play those positions. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, there's a uh, lot so, of guys. You just gotta find a guy that gels perfect, right? And, yeah, as so well as you can. In that position to yeah, do that, so and I hope they do. Gone that just finding a guy that gels can be even better than finding, you know, the most talented guy. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So, so uh, And to get into the blues, uh, Bennington back in there. Yeah. Got the old dad. I think he played two games now or something like that. But uh, tip of the cap to the old Lindgren, the old Southpaw goalie holding down the fort uh, in four starts. The guy didn't lose a game conceded only five goals and got 110 saves wow uh, wow undrafted goalie ex-canadian and the former saint cloud state which is like the minnesota university in the ncaa yep. Yep. which their logos are eerily similar if you if you've ever noticed kind of weird. yeah yeah it's like the same same logo it's like the c and then they have the st in between the c and it's exactly oh, yeah. like the canadian's logo sweet saint cloud state yeah it's trippy oh, but yeah cool. no lindgren just holding down the fort lighting it up uh while um i think it was like more or less the last four or five games i believe he played the banner out so, yeah 
Yeah, yeah so. no, that's awesome. That's that's exactly what St. Louis needs. They are so depleted right now. Uh, whether it's protocol, whether it's injury, like oh boy, this team yeah. got they got hit hard this past like three weeks, two weeks here, past two weeks, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've definitely been one of those teams that's really struggled with it. Not that every team hasn't, but no. obviously some teams have worse than others. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll just name the ones just not in the lineup today. Is Braden Shen, Robert Thomas, Billy Huso, Jake Wallman, David Perron, Clem Costin, and James Neal. So, not not ideal. Um, having so that pretty many much guys out. the AHL Blues team. Half of it, yeah. But luckily, they Baby still blues. got they still got like some awesome top six guys and like O'Reilly, Sanko, Bush, <laughs> yeah, Saad, like, oh, no. Jordan, Kyra. <laughs> it's it's that it's that uh, Pierce meme where it's like, oh no, all right. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, I forget his name. It's like, oh no, we have to play our good prospects. Yeah. Oh, oh no, we what a, what we still bad. have to we have to pull oh, our third. Gotta play him really. <laughs> I guess so. Oh man, so. he's awesome. I oh, love this just... guy. I love this Peronovich. Peronovich, yeah, he's pretty decent. I man, yeah. fucking love him. Isn't well, yeah, he, he can... did he win the uh He won an award in college as best defenseman, didn't he? No, he's a forward. Unless they're playing no, seventy. Scott they could Prunovich? be playing seventy. That's he's a D man, dude. This Scott oh, they have him on the setup on on the forward line, maybe that he's the seventh D man. Oh, okay. Yeah, it says here that he's a <laughs> on cap friendly that he's a, a Scott. Okay, Brunovich. yeah, so then he is the seventh D man. Man, he's, I love him. Yeah, I've heard this guy a few times. Minnesota Duluth played in the NCAA for a couple of years. Um nice. I'm pretty sure he won an award down in the NCAA, like best defenseman award or something, or like I don't it was wouldn't have been the Hobie Baker, but it's something like that, I swear. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I Maybe he's a finalist in the Hobie Baker. Maybe that's what it was. Awards and honors. All USA Hockey First Team. Hobie Baker Award 2020. Yeah. Okay, he did win. So I wondered, he won right before Cole Caulfield. That's uh-huh. awesome. Um, no, I, I, I thought, I knew he was something like that. I just didn't know if he'd actually win. He looks like he's going to be a super awesome offensive defenseman. Um kind of screws this team a little bit in the future with having Falk and Krug already as some offensive-minded guys. So we'll see. Yeah, one of them's out the door. One of them will be out the door. Krug was a patch, I'm pretty sure, man. He was a... Both have no move clause. They both have 15 uh, no-trade clause, though, so that's going to be real hard to... Yeah, that's just how it is nowadays. If you're good enough, you get to uh, choose a certain amount of teams like you don't yeah, you don't have to go somewhere you don't want to go is basically what they're trying to say to these guys if you're good some enough, some yeah you you know well like I, I, there's gonna, a lot mate, that not don't gonna trade you to the team you well, hate or something like no it's that. crazy because ryan you o'reilly deserve. doesn't have one and they give one to falcon krug so that's what I find more kind of. I but then it was yeah was O'Reilly's contract human relationships where yeah it's yeah like, how much do these guys care about this? Maybe this guy's just like I don't give a shit. You're not going to do that. I'm not an no. asshole. I'm not going to be an still... asshole to you. And are you going to actually just trade me to somebody that I don't want to play with? Come no, on, I, get I get so, that. I get that. Like, like I know, know he's yeah. never being traded, but like it's just interesting. I get why Krug mm-hmm. got his. He was a free agent signing, like. They're always going to be able to get whatever they ask for because someone will give it to them. Uh, Speaking, while we're on the topic, I heard a Patrick Deliosh story recently that I thought was cool as shit. So back uh, when Patrick Deliosh was like 27, 28-ish, I think he was, 
Uh, he was a free agent for in the NHL. I don't know if you would remember this, Chase. You'd be the only one because I don't even remember this <laughs> back in the day. So you're the only one that has any hope of remembering it on this podcast currently. Um, nice. He was a free agent for the Devils after they were very successful. Um, and Lou said, "What year are we talking?" I don't remember what year because um, he was personally the low two thousands. Yeah, or yeah, it was like low mid two thousands ish. Um, but anyway, so he's a free agent. Lou Lamarello <clears throat> said to him, uh, "Listen, Patrick, we're not going to have enough money to sign you." <laughs> and so he he said, "You're going to get the money in free agency. We don't have it." So he's probably going to go. And he was a little upset. So him and his agent, he was super stressed about it. They ended up getting like 15 calls from teams because Patrick Elias being an all-star and super elite in the league at the time. Mm -hmm. And finally, he narrowed it down to a couple teams. And it was the Rangers and another team, I can't remember, or LA. LA Mm -hmm. said, they will. I'll give you anything for any years. Any money, any years, sign it. We'll give you a blank check. But they were bad. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Uh, the Rangers were very competitive, but he was a devil, so it was his rival. And he <clears throat> got down to a deal. LA made a trade, so they didn't have the cap space to do exactly what he wants. They're like, listen, we still want to sign you. It can be this for this, but that's all we can do, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. We already mm-hmm. spent some money. And he's like, no, that's not enough money for me to go to a rebuilding team. So he's like, New York, I'm going to New York. And that was the last team. And then last minute, he's like, but I, if I'm going to a rival, I don't want to get traded away and them hate me for it. So I have to be stick here if I want to stick here. So he asked for a no-move clause for them. And they oh, yeah. said, okay. no, we didn't even give Gretzky a no-move clause then, which <laughs> was a lie. Um, they're like, we didn't give Gretzky one. We didn't give Messier one. They're like, and Patrick Ellis is like, actually, I know that's a lie. I know you gave it to him behind <laughs> the scene. That was a no-move clause and all that, right? Like, So he's like, you give it to me, and he's like, they're like pissed off. Absolutely no, we're not signing, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh shit. And it was like big money for, I think it was like six and a half at the time, which is a lot at the time. And then he called Lou, and he's like, hey, listen, the Rangers offered me this, and I asked for no move. They're saying no. Is there any chance we could work something out? And within five minutes, Lou Lamorello worked out a deal, offered him a contract, and he signed it. Nice. After nice. telling I do, I do him he didn't have enough money, they made it work yeah. where he got the exact same money the Rangers offered, but they added an extra year to lower the cap hit. So, uh, yeah. So uh, he yeah. was like, yeah, I remember five him and a half not leaving. I remember him. Yep. So I hear. I remember him definitely leaving, and then he didn't. So yeah, cool. he he signed a deal pretty much with the Rangers, but then he wanted to add no move, and they said no, so he went back to the Devils. So just a cool little story about no moves while we're on the topic. Um, but sorry, you can continue with the Blues. What you were saying, I know I've went off on the big tangent there. No, Chase, <laughs> you're muted there, man. Um, oh well, Jordan, what do you got on the Blues? <laughs> No, I mean, like you guys have been saying, it's just this team has just been riddled with inconsistencies this year, and I don't think that's been at their own fault. Yeah, um, at times, but I think this team is good. I think they're yeah, really good. This Blues. Every, every team has their their mistakes and their ups and downs, but for the yeah. most part, I think this team has been quite unlucky, I would say. Yeah, uh, should be a wild card team right now based on everything, but... 
They'll be right there battling for it. They're the team that I feel like is going to make mistakes in the regular season, but will make playoffs anyways. But those mistakes were made because they're like, ah, we just need to get in. Once we get in, we know there's a chance we can yep. can do this. So I think it's very fair. Well, well, Chase, I think his mic died. So I think he'll have to come in once it's uh once it's charged a little bit more. So while we're waiting for that, and then we'll dive into some trade talk when he's back. Jordan, why don't you talk about your Capitals a little bit? I'll give you some some light to talk about whatever players you are happiest with, disappointed in. Is there any players you're really disappointed in in this team so far with the games? Like, um, who's the guy no, that's like this fucking guy? Some nights, like maybe not every night, but. It's. I mean, when we're talking about the Capitals in general, it's always a defenseman. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So who's number <laughs> one on your list this year that you've gone? Because mine used to always be, uh, it was CC first started, then it's Matheson. It's still Matheson. Um, who's yours where you're like, some nights just like, oh, this fucking guy, like, just do something. Um. It's it's definitely not Feverly. I can say that straight okay. out of the gate. So Feverly has been has here. been fantastic. Sometimes I would definitely say um I'm a little bit more worried about the likes of like Nick Jensen. Yeah. Yeah, I see um, that. Yeah. Do you but, know like, who J- Nick part... Jensen reminds me of a lot of right now? And I'm getting big vibes, Justin Hall. And yeah. the fact he's playing with Orlov. And playing really well specifically with him, but may not be that great of a defenseman if he's not in a perfect situation. Like, I wonder if he's going to be like, oh, he's a perfect top four, and then he's just going to fall off at some point. So I'm kind of yeah. worried about, but. Yeah, I like the shutdown line, but sometimes when he's on the puck, it's a bit worrisome, right? Yeah, I I, I, I completely understand what you mean about that. And for the first couple of years of Brian Dumoulin, I was a little like, oh, this guy can't move the puck, but he's. Learned how to do that playing with Latang. Uh, but what about your forward group? Is there anyone on your forward group where you're just like, maybe it's a good player who's just not scoring enough or like not creating enough? Like, who's your one guy that's like, I you may still like him, but you need you want to see more uh, than you they've shown. I mean, part of me says the Osh babe because he yeah. he hasn't been playing much this season due to injuries and yeah, that's, covid and shit that's fair uh, but i don't think that that's that's too fair because yeah. like i said uh so i'd probably say yeah, heglin yeah interesting he's really yeah. missing his line mates he was yeah. um oh there's chase he's back with his mic you can't say garnet hathaway he's been an elite sniper this uh, and he's he's been injured a lot too and he is yeah. he back yet i don't even know if he's back yet i think I think he just got back. I think that line just got back because Nick Dowd got back last podcast. Yeah, Nick Dowd just got back as well. So that's at least he's got his line back for sure. Um, Chase, where'd you go? Did you like wander off into Narnia? Oh, I just had to take a leak of. Okay, I thought you're like because I I threw it back over to you and then you're just like dead quiet. I'm like, oh <laughs> nope. Yeah, I took my headphones off. <laughs> uh, yeah, we thought your mic died. Headphones off. I usually yeah. at least uh, keep my headphones on if I actually go take a piss quick. But yeah, so no. I know if you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were. So we just went off on a tangent about Capitals. Quick talk about uh, Jordan's uh, most worrisome yeah, Capitals. Bit, yeah, yeah. he's just bringing up how some nights he feels uh, Nick Jensen and uh, oh, Carl yeah, Hagelin. They can maybe do a bit like, oh, fuck. 
just do better. Yeah. They, <laughs> they're they so guys. The they yeah, me the yeah. Sometimes, but and for the most part, I'm pretty happy with our team. Yeah, absolutely. I, I understand that on defense, we're not gonna be good, so I don't expect us to be good. Yeah, see, and, <laughs> and I I know what you mean because mine is Mike Matheson on defense. Some nights he's fantastic, and other nights it's like you are awful. Like, oh, come on, just do what you know what you can do. And then some nights it's Brian Russ. Some nights I get really mad at Brian Russ, um, where he just doesn't seem like it's going well. So I'm well well aware and know what you mean, but could be better. <laughs> yeah, I'm just happy, happy with the team. Happy. Like, I don't want to get rid of Russ or Matheson particularly right now, but yeah but some, some nights, nights they are the guys that you're or on. yeah like, or zucker zucker's either my favorite player that night or the worst sometimes because like he's just he's always everywhere but sometimes it's a bad thing that he's everywhere and oh try him, try him, get him out here <laughs> uh, like the more you say that i'm like no because i don't know if we can upgrade that need but at the same point where I'm like, yes, please get something more simple. It's it's such a, oh, I don't know, kind of rough. What about you, Chase? While we're on it, do you got any players on the wings that you're just like, fuck sakes, again tonight? Like, why are you bad again? Like, he's not always bad, but he leaves no. you disappointed more sometimes. Well, I don't like to say this because it's <laughs> but hey, like uh, hey, I, I say said... it because it's obvious. Like Danny DeKaiser is just <laughs> like, the most painful yeah. person to watch. Oh yeah, and that's not a joke. I I can't. The like oh they they'll even defend <laughs> him. They'll make it seem like it's not him that did something wrong. Oh. Like that's the thing that kills me even more. Is this, the like, Jake Gardner those, with the Leafs oh. type of deal. Yeah, they'll just be like, oh, well, this happened, and that's why that happened. No, DeKaiser straight up did the wrong thing, and that's why it happened. Like, know what's, is, know what's so the best tiresome. part about him, so though? This guy. His contract's up this year, and you don't have to bring him yeah, back. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, do you think they'll bring him back? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying anything until it actually happens, until he's actually not on our <laughs> I am not done. God has no. It can happen. <laughs> Uh, like, uh, he's like a he's like a cancer we'll never get rid of or something like that yeah like tumor on our fucking side. hey re- um, well is he as bad as but, kyle quincy was <laughs> no i like kyle quincy you like kyle quincy like kyle. oh i, I used to him. i didn't hate him. i, I used to like I think watch people thought he was supposed to be better and i think yeah. that's where everybody got a little wrong because he was only a bottom pairing d-man he no, was never we, I I, watched... we traded for him for like a top four diva i think that yeah was the, the vasilevsky pick that we gave up like Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I just remember listening to some like Wings fans online or remember just like Cal Quincy's so terrible. We'd be winning every cup without Cal Quincy and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, is there a forward? But honestly, yeah, forward. I was going to like, who's the guy that it's Gagne. I would honestly. Yeah, say interesting. I know I don't have I don't have like crazy expectations for Sam Gagne, but like I just know there's something. There's I would have thought it was Rasmussen. Out of him. I would have thought Rasmussen. Just like not that he's bad by any means. This isn't saying the players are bad. It's just like some nights they just make boneheaded decisions. That's like, come on, like, just like pass yeah. it to your D man. Don't try and like do three spinoramas and take a shot in the corner. Like <laughs> stuff. Sometimes Matheson will like just puck watch too, and it's just like. 
just mm-hmm. move your fucking feet, dude. So, uh, no, I just, I was just curious what your guys' team players were. Where you're like, ah, oh, come on. But no, uh, let's yeah, move. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just feel like there's another gear to Gagne that he could have. I think it's because he used more. to be like why. so fast and just so effective as like a second, third liner that it's like, you want to see he's that just again? He's a smart player. Like, he is a smart player. Though. Like, you don't need to be the guy you were before, but, like, use your smarts definitely to your full advantage instead. For sure. You know, like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just simply, you know, guys not playing enough to get going or, yeah, you know, Could be just whatever, age. But... Honestly, the game change and he's... Yeah, no doubt like, exactly. It's going to be as simple as that, too. And yeah. I just feel you could give us a little bit more on No, line trust me. I feel there's been a couple of guys over the years where I felt like, it would really be nice if we could fix this one specific spot on Pittsburgh to make it slightly better. Like It's nitpicking, but that's what we do as fans. So let's get in some trade talk to close out the podcast. Um, actually, we're going to do trade oh, talk, yeah. and then I got a little segment to close out the podcast for the last like 15 Sweet. minutes. But um, we're going to do some longer trade talk next podcast because I've been the past day or so accruing some names that are on my trade bait board. I'm going to start making trade bait boards where it's like top 15, top 20 players likely, I think likely to be traded. And that makes sense. So right now I've got a bunch of names in front of me for next week. I'm going to compile that together in a list and ranking of who I think will get traded. I'm going to put some teams likely to potentially trade for them. I'm going to put likely what they get back. Like I'm going to dive deep into this over the Christmas break. So chase, I'm going to throw it to you. What do you got for trade talks? What do you got it for now? Um, We'll start off with Klingberg. Yeah. Um, I know it's the not like a super hot, for sure, uh, trade sort of thing, but um, yeah. I do think there's Especially something Dallas to happen. Especially Limbo. Yeah, exactly. Like, both these teams are in limbo. <laughs> so there's kind of – I think this is – I think Klingberg to the Islanders, I think there's a Kindle or some sort of Kindle to fire. It just yeah, both teams that. are in limbo and sort of thing when you don't really they might be perfectly both in limbo and they're like, Okay, hey, we need to like do something, basically, yeah. you know? Like right. we can we can uh Dallas, we can afford to give up a D man and take a step down on a D man right. and maybe get a forward. So what I'm thinking is maybe they go with like a Bailey at five mil for yeah. two years and a Scott Mayfield. I think he's only at one point yeah. four five for this year. Trains completely year. different type of defenseman. That's so funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they hey, complete yeah, like, opposite of players. One's a bottom six like defensive mind. Yeah, exactly. One's hey, like uh, a top pairing offensive. Yeah, exactly. Completely switch that. I like Bailey. That would get, be interesting. And then get Bailey in your Dallas forward group. Because I just they're Replace missing. Replace they need a, yeah, and also possibly replacing Radulov as well. So term, I just think they least. need somebody else um, yeah. in that forward group. I think they're missing somebody. Uh, yeah. And then what we would send them back would be like a Klingberg and like a Kivy Ranta or something like. Yeah, just a forward whatever, who can make the team and that isn't. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm sure you could probably like get a pick or a prospect but... or something. Just because Klingberg's. I think they would a want a roster player, the like Islanders. That. If you're going to trade away a, a top forward, you'd probably want someone who can like come in and exactly. play. Like it'd probably be a. They would love a raffle. They would absolutely love like a Michael raffle. <laughs> that is like yeah, the perfect right. Islander. Maybe they, yeah, they yeah. Dallas would be okay with giving up on like Tooft or who's like a fringe guy or Caro who's a bit older, but. 
mm-hmm. an NHL guy. So definitely yeah, some options. The, the Islanders uh, would have to sign to an extension for it to make sense for them, though, in my mind. Oh, yeah. There's no way yeah, you sure. trade Bailey and then let Klingberg walk this year. Yeah, 100%. So what's the contract? Like, what's the contract roughly looking like in your guys' eyes? Like, what would you pay Klingberg next for, year for any team, frankly? The Islanders, good. if they do an extension, though. I'd go seven. I'd be okay with seven. Seven? No. For seven. like six? How old is he again? 29, I believe. Uh, quick. Uh, yep, yeah, 29. 29, yeah, five. So it'd take him to 35. 36-ish if you did six years. but um, So four or five you'd do years? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely not bad. Yeah, Jordan, what, what type of a contract would you think for Klingberg? And what do you think of the deal that Chase proposes? No, I mean, I really like the deal. I just, I think Klingberg might get a little more than that. Not too much more, but I definitely think. Oh, no. I, seven and a half, yeah. This is just like a basis for sure. I fully agree. Yeah, yeah we also know Lou. More. We also know Lou doesn't like to pay people a lot of money, but will give him term. So mm-hmm. there's a very good chance that maybe Chase is like more closer to the money on the term. Yeah. No, like absolutely. maybe even less at six and a half, but it's like a seven year deal. Like, because the Islanders would probably do that a six, seven year deal for six million dollars or something. Yeah. yeah. No, or five and a half. Like, maybe he doesn't take a big one, like a big pay raise, and goes to like from 4.2 to like 5.5. But yeah, but like the actual trade wise, I'm so. sure they could probably get more than just Bailey or to Klingberg and like Mayfield. Yeah, it, it all depends. It, it's. Is that what you were saying, Jordan? That they could probably get more than just. Just uh, Bailey and Mayfield for a Klingberg, like probably get like I don't know, maybe a prospect, especially if you're sending him a Kivy Rantel, just or even a Kiefer Bellows or something. Um, okay, like I don't know if that's uh, yeah, like I said, that's more of a a basis to a trade. But another thought towards uh, that is Radulov even swapping for Bailey because yeah, I could help the Islanders both. with I could help both teams a little bit of. Scoring, hey. A little bit of scoring with a little bit of bite. He's got some bite to his game, so they would enjoy Radulov mm-hmm. a lot, I think. I don't I, well sometimes. These are two teams offensive. that don't really want to like just straight give up or anything. No, hey? absolutely so they'll be looking not. for moves like this. That's kinda of what I was thinking. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely not a bad show. I like Klingberg in the island if they can make a term like a contract work, obviously. Um and Bailey just I don't love trading Bailey if I'm an Islander fan looking at it because I think he's so important on that wing, but I get it. At the same time, I believe the Islanders would trade Bailey, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just I feel like like I fully agree cuz I he just feels like a long-time Islander to me. For me, it's it cool feels like you trade one of your other two $5 million dollar contracts. Yeah, it, for me you trade Pajo or Paul Mary before Bailey in my mind. Um, if you can, yeah, I just I'd like to see Bailey out. Is probably why I'm putting him in trades all the Fair time. Enough. I'd actually like to see him on another team. Yeah, I, if I'm Pittsburgh, I would absolutely lo- I would trade Zucker for him and add something in a heartbeat. Yeah, in a yeah, heartbeat. no, no dog. Like that would be sweet. That's the player I could see replacing Zucker. <laughs> Make a trade that way. Uh, did you have another trade? Because you mentioned another name. Uh yeah, well, Chicka Holmes. Chicka, yeah, Chicka Holmes. should I uh, give some background to what I, the rumors I got? Because the rumors I got were slightly true. Um, I at first I thought they were completely true, and then source came out and said it wasn't really true that they weren't shopping him. Um, 
Arizona was not shopping Jacob Chikrin, but they were offered by a couple teams and legit offers too. And Arizona definitely thought about it and they've been thinking about it for a while. And that's the biggest asset they have to get lots yeah, from, back. From what I heard, he's definitely, they're listening to offers 100%. Yeah. And I heard one team had like been in close talks and said, we are out and no way we're giving up what they're asking for. So that's the start. Oh, yeah. No, that's understandable. Yeah, that's just like, the rumors off the start. You're paying up for this guy. Like, this, yeah. this is not a one first round pick and a oh, good no. sort of thing. Oh, no. We're talking, this is like, a big They're going to look at three plus. They're going to look at your team and be like, I want those guys. Yeah. And, they're well, gonna be, that, and that's it. Like, that's it. Like, there's no. He has one of the best contracts deal. in the oh, NHL. You're, you're just looking for. <laughs> three three really high prospects well here's three no it'll be yeah. arizona being like no i want those three guys like yeah. that's it like i don't that, like if, if i was zona i'm getting three guys i know that are going to be awesome or two guys that are for surely going to be awesome there's no yeah and in return yeah. with chikrin his has an amazing contract he's 23 and has a four years on his deal three years after this but at 4.6 million yeah, like, the that's amount of unreal. trades you can make that work, like every team any team can, can make any that team could fit him in their cap with a trade. Any team could make that work. Like maybe yeah. like very very like three teams in the NHL might not be able to make it work if they're not okay with trading a certain. Yeah. Cap and I'll bring up with. like the quick because uh, I kind of brought it up with Boston. Him going to Boston would be a decent spot. Just cool. real quick, they got like a John Moore, Zaboral, or a Vakaninen, or a Riley, or a Forbert. These guys chilling out like three millish uh, for a Chikrin. All you need yeah. to do is you know if they have the types of players that Zona wants back, which might be, That'd be the, the downside issue. to Boston. Lyshall, it like, would instantly like said, be Stanika Lyshall. Maybe Debrusque, Vakaninen's in the boat. Um, I don't even know if that would be enough to uh, How much do they want first-round picks? Like, I'm sure they like to have first-round picks. It's not the worst thing. But, like, do you need more is all I'm getting at. I think if if it's Boston. If it's it's Boston. No, if if I'm Arizona and Boston's calling me for Chikrin, what I personally ask for is a start. And maybe even more, I would need to take time to like really in-depth think. But off the top yeah, of my head, instantly a first round pick this year because it's a wild card. And I, I'm i okay with it being top two protected or top five maybe, but like not higher. Um, I would want Swayman. I would try and pull Swayman out of there because that's a young, great goalie that Arizona mm-hmm. could use. Um, and then I would pull, I would try and get Stanika or and or Lyshall. And then probably Vakaninen and another prospect or second round pick with it. Like that's here's what I was thinking in terms of what Boston could offer because I was thinking a lot about this and I thought Boston was definitely up in the yeah the talks. Uh, uh talks yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was thinking DeBrusque yeah um, Jack Akin probably yeah. Zaboral and then maybe like uh, Grzelik. Yeah, Grizzly. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I 100% agree, has to be this year's first. Yeah. If not yeah. more picks. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, like I'd probably and then go. Maybe add, in, add in the likes of uh, Studnika. Yeah. Or Lyshaw, one of the two. 
Um, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather keep Lyshall. If you're Boston, yeah, absolutely, you try. But if you're Arizona, yeah, if that's you to, that's yeah. the first prospect I list. If I'm Arizona, Stanika's oh, two, and Vakanian's probably three. Um, yeah, but sure. yeah, if you're Boston, I'd <laughs> ideally like to give up Riley, like a Zaboral or Vakanian. Riley and say Grizzlick if you're willing to do that, like and then add Stanika like a pick or Lysol. Yeah, like your pick. So. One of those two would have to be in the deal. Um, one of those prospects, Riley, Grizzlick, or Vakanine. And you'd also have to like have throw to like a John Moore over or something. Yeah, like for cap. Possible yeah. cap reasons. And crap, but that's, but that's maybe why you got Riley or, or Grizzlick in it. Like that would be enough but cap, I'm pretty either sure. Either way, Boston's a tough place to make the trade happen, it's I think. Extremely tough. Not, they, but it's like, it's a place that he he should go sort of thing. Like if he could just pick a place. This would be right. a good place for him Wouldn't to go. It would show. probably be in his in his in his list of teams. Like, oh yeah, I'd fit perfectly in there. They need me, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, oh, imagine a line of I'll... him and McAvoy. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. So my other team with him is the Blackhawks. Interesting. Like they do we need said, a lefty but, really bad. Like we said with his cap hit, it's it's perfect for anybody. Perfect. And Oh, I see Calvin DeHaan. You don't need Calvin yeah. DeHaan. He's got one year. Toss him over. What do you want? You, they got lots of guys to give up for, for Kicker. Now, to, what What are you giving uh, up at Chicago that you're comfortable with? Because you kind of gone all in. You might as well keep. Like, you yeah, can't you know, limbo. You, you can't. More, hey? you, it's well, hard to spend more, but. Going back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a start. Or no, that <laughs> would not funny. be a start. I don't think they would do that. I just thought about that. I was like, yeah. that's the team that drafted yeah, him. Not a chance they're trading that. Back to Dylan yeah. uh, well, no. definitely the bagel. The bagel's got to be worth four first-round picks. For <laughs> uh, I got a different playing. name for you. What about Kubelik? Yeah, he's super on a down. Definitely start with Kubelik, eh? That's a name I steal. Um, if I don't think they're a, like Chicago would budge if I even asked this name. Uh, but Kirby Doc is definitely a name I would ask, like straight up. I would arguably do a deal like I would go Doc and a like either another mid prospect for him straight up, maybe like twenty year old top three pick. I really like Kirby Doc. He's a center. Oh, I think he's yeah. gonna be a stud in the future. I think he will too. I've I yeah, he needs yeah, to like, get his lazy streak out of his game at times. I'm not but checkered that high. I don't. I don't think you. I don't think you want to put somebody with that sort of possible echelon. No, I know. Uh, but if you're okay, Arizona, like, you do one you for one and Nicholas ask for that. Bodine. Yeah, that's that's Nicholas a name. Bodine. He's a guy. But then you have uh, to give up a first of some sort. First, you'd have to give up next year's first. first. It'd be next year's first. I don't know. That's tough to give up to when you're already kind of. If you double down yeah, and you're bad be, both years, oh boy. She'd be a tough trade. Another team that Very would be tough a tough trade. trade but Just because of their positioning. He could really, really do swell on. Or a team that could use him right now, that's yes, for sure. they, they really yeah, like, need some lefty. I don't know. Really Can you make lefty. it work with like a Kurashev, with like a, maybe a Brandon Hagel or a Kubali? <sighs> I think you like could because those are enough uh, good enough names that I think can spark into top and a nine body. guys. You know? And a yeah, pick. Yeah. And you give the first round pick know. next year. With that, I would listen. I would listen to that deal yeah. if I'm like Arizona. Like I kind of said earlier, like they have lots of they have lots of 
crap here in Chicago, so it's kind know, of weather. They know who's a name I probably asked for as a prospect just because it will make Chicago think is Lucas Reichel. That's a name I asked right away. Like, I want Reichel. If you, right, won't, yeah. if you won't give me Doc, no um, yeah, I want no Kurish Evan Reichel. And yeah, no doubt. I so, want, like, uh, Bodine and Reichel. Yeah, you want or, all three, honestly. I think you'd have to add all three in a pick and some cap, like, either, like I said, DeHaan. Oh, yeah, you'd, maybe, yeah, you'd have to um, send uh, your DeHaan. Yeah, or or Kubalik then... uh, would work, too, I think. I think the money would be fine um, if they yeah, offered Kubalik. Because it's only like a million the whole dollars. Dahan, Reichel, and Bodine. Like that definitely yeah. would get it done, I would think. That's a start. Like they definitely need more than that to me. Um See, like I'm not sure. Some people are a little I heard a little bit of injury concern and stuff with like Chikrin? that with Chikrin. So Yeah, but he's twenty three like, and on a long term elite deal. Like Exactly. This is the Eichel exactly. conversation. You have right? to pay up. You have, you have to, to pay, pay up, up for him. Mad. And he's a like everyone's looking for a top four D man right now. Every single team could use that. Yeah, it and always pushes you over the it edge. It always pushes you over the edge. And on a long term deal, in deal, the start yeah. of his prime, like there's no yeah, downside. Like, me, there's zero downside. Like I said off the start, I want three foot I want three real things. Yes. Like, yes. Is almost kind of how I how I would feel about that. I want three real but, things and maybe would, some extra little pieces to yeah, make me feel I would better. Be okay about with it. two. I would be okay with two really legit, guys. Two yeah, guys that legit I trust. Pieces. Two guys that I trust. Like, you know. Yeah, and... Yeah. But that's yeah, basically absolutely. all I got for uh, the chicken on spots for him. Nice. Some um, spots? Or what? Some chicken spots. Well, there's a lot of teams, like you said. Everyone can fit him. There's a team that I'm staring dead at, and I wonder if they would could make it work. They would have to give up either one of Sandine or Robertson, and that's the Leafs. Yeah, the Leafs um, and the Wings are weirdly actual teams that could. I think the Leafs should be. This is you do the not Leafs get a friendly contract. Yeah, you do not see this contract often <laughs> yeah. for a D man when you're D struggling. If you can have a now, the only downside is if it's you're a downside to you, you Brody give up Muzzin. You, well, Brody plays the right side. I guess Buddy, Brody probably not, but yeah. You give Muzzin. up Muzzin. So Muzzin's gone and or Sandine. Um, in some way, you have to make that deal. I would be more comfortable giving up Robertson than Sandine. Um, I don't yeah, think that's too. a great trade either because I really like him. I think he's going to be a good player, Nick Robertson. But yeah. for Chikrin, I would do that. I would do Robertson at first, and uh, like maybe you can get Muzzin in a different deal and give Kerfoot to. Um, yeah, like you're probably gonna want one decent defenseman back, maybe, but like do oh, they truly either Dermot, you like, either give uh, Dermot Hall or Muzzin. It's one of those three. Like, or Sandine. Like I'm, I'm talking like a prospect future. Like I wonder Sandine how much is or Lilligren or. No, I'm I'm wondering how much Zone is looking for an actual defensive prospect because they actually do have quite a few. They do guys have a lot, yeah. In their system, and obviously several several picks. So I'm not. I'm just wondering where the yeah. their direction. Maybe is. it's like, centers. Do they want to go with more? Yeah, exactly. Centers. That's, but Nick Robertson's a center, it, so that's definitely something. Like, yeah, absolutely. The um, there's definitely feel, assets. I was, I was to thinking get. about the Leafs too, like. I, um, that's the just, first team I look at that makes like sense to really go for it and push, and 
this is a contract that will be long-term friendly for this team. They're never going to look at Chikrin and be like, damn, Chikrin screwing us with that contract. Yeah. Like, never going to do that. Other, the Blues. Exactly. The only other team I thought of was uh, that I really liked was Calgary. Yeah, I don't think that. we brought this up a while ago, too. Like, yeah, I think when I, first, when I first heard about the, probably. the rumor, I was that that wasn't true apparently uh, yeah. that they would possibly let him go i thought of calgary because i thought that would be just that will take this team over the edge nope absolutely that's that's a team um i mean a team that seems to be in on so everything top. there's yeah. two other ones i got colorado and carolina i think it would be crazy if they got them because like they're always in on the big guys and I don't see why they wouldn't be in on this as well. They both have high-end prospects that they could trade if need be. Uh, they, they're they willing to trade their They picks. could trade Gerard. They could trade for... Gerard straight up from – that seems more like a – Like that's – I wonder if that's – That would be pretty crazy. That would be nuts because, like, I don't know who I'd prefer. <laughs> I love both of them for kind of different reasons. Like, Chikrin, I think yeah, probably yeah. high-end probably is better. But Eric uh, – I'm just – where is he? In Man, this? Um, can the Capitals do this? Like the Capitals should do this somehow. Because they have enough stuff to like take some of their. Uh, they would have to give up. Uh, McMichael would language. have to be gone. I bet McMichael's the and first name not, on that list. Yeah, and it wouldn't be or Lapierre. A way to not hurt themselves very much and still have them in and kind of keep going. Well, and not give up like too too much. Ask like, Jordan. You can give up a first round pick for sure. Hey, Jordan, are you? Would you be comfortable giving up at bare minimum a first and Lapierre or a first and McMichael? Yeah. Really? For Checkerin, you would. What okay. about both yeah. of them? What about both not and a both. first? Not both. Only one. Okay. Okay. What do you? What else? What else? Though? What about that? What about one of them? That, uh, so who do you Alexia prefer, Lapierre? Yeah. Yeah, Alexia. I mean, it, it'd have to be Lapierre gone, unfortunately, because McMichael is more of a certainty. Ooh. In that mind. might be why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think McMichael's more of a certainty too. I yeah, think I think Lapierre has the potential to be better than McMichael, but I think McMichael has more certain to be to be a yeah, stay. Yeah, I, I think he's guy. gonna be a fifteen twenty goal guy consistently. McMichael. If I offered you, if I wanted McMichael, Alexiev in a first round this year's first round pick, would you take it for Chikrin? For Chikrin. I wouldn't like it, but I'd take it. I feel like they could get way more from somebody else for that. You know what? Could, hey. I think, and know what? Even I think now if that you, you it, yeah. now, now that you you're could. saying it, I think even if you add a first, McMichael and Lapierre, I wonder if you do it. And for the strict reason of Ovechkin's thirty-six, and yeah, I know he's got four years. Mode. You're in a win now, and this is a top four. This isn't like a twenty-seven-year-old too. This is a twenty-three-year-old. Yeah, and let's be serious. This like, team does not. Like I, I raved about it a few episodes ago. This team knows how to how to do this whole GM thing. Like yep, they're not wasting they stuff. They they haven't done anything like this. They this, do this. Yeah, they can do this. Yeah, Chase and I talked about this a lot in our GM well, reviews. Every team should be looking into this. Right? Absolutely. Oh, I think every single team should look yeah, into this yeah. because it's, it's definitely it, worth it's looking. It's just perfect at. timing for yep. your Ovi situation. Like, it is. This is Chikrin throughout the time that Ovi's got like his last bit of his contract. You like, might yeah. have to give up Orlov with it now. That I think too for cap. And also the also the passing of the guard man. 
it'd yeah. be real nice to know you have somebody to pass the torch to. Pass of, John Carlson's on, number one to relying on him right. for the next five, six years. Yeah, so absolutely. There's there's a lot of teams. Like you said, like every team kind of fits. You can make an argument for every team on why they yeah. do it. There's very few you couldn't. Like Seattle, I instantly look at and say, not a chance because they don't have enough prospects to get done. Where yeah, they literally sense. don't have anything. They have enough that. in Beneers, but you don't do that. That makes zero sense. Um, to trade Beneers, your future potential number one guy. Yeah, it'll definitely end and up potential future captain. has enough random prospects that one Arizona actually likes and wants, and, and two are willing. How to many give of up. those prospects they have that they can actually give up and yeah. still continue to you be know, good to with be, some sort of hope in the future? You know, to be legit, of just being like, yeah, you know, ab- hey. absolutely for sure. Um, are those the only two names you had for the trade talk today? Oh, I don't. There's a lot of names. There's a lot uh, of names, and I'm not gonna bring up any because, like, I have a list of them, but I want to go in depth with them next yeah, podcast yeah, and like no, kind of get some stuff out. Okay. Um. Cool. Well, I got one last segment we can do quickly close out the podcast. It won't take too long. Uh, you guys are gonna list two teams each. We're all going to do it, and I want you guys. We're gonna start with Chase Jordan and myself, and then go one team and then one team, one team, and then circle around one more time. We're going to list our most surprising teams of the season. Um, Now, this can be either successful or very unsuccessful. You can go and half glass empty or half glass full, however much you would like. So, Chase, I will throw it to you. Who is one of your two most exciting or surprising teams of this season thus far? Uh, well, I kind of did this not too long ago, and I'll stick with it. Uh, but I'll slightly change it a wee bit. Um, one of them is the Minnesota Wild. That's my number one surprise. Okay, start with them, and then I'll throw a Jordan more. What? It, what is the? Why are they your most surprising team? Um, because I didn't. I didn't realize Ryan Hartman would be able to be this good, and. Yeah. Not saying that he couldn't do it. I really wished he could have for a long time. It's just <laughs> weird that it's just it just happened so randomly, obviously. But uh, the defense is the other thing that's uh, I just love the dynamic of the defense. Perfect, like how they have it set up. They're Kulikov and Goligoski. They balance that lineup so well. I felt in years past with Sutter, Brodeen, and uh, Spurgeon and Dumba. They're just they play so similar. Like you just you needed something else. Uh, I thought Dumbo was more of the offensive guy, and it just turns out all four of these guys just almost play the same type of game. Yeah, they, they just do, need a little eh? bit more spunk on that defense, and obviously a change of like uh, playing style. And that's I guess that'd be the biggest surprise is that the yeah. changing of the style is made this team so much better. So as exciting. In like they can keep up. They with, can score uh, with the, the best of the goals, you know. Yeah, they can and, score at the best of them. I'm pretty sure. Are they still not like top five yeah. in goals for in the yeah. NHL? Yeah, and like so. the play of Cam Talbot is fourth. Is nothing but great. Yeah, for those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jordan, what is your first team that is the most surprising this season, and why? Got to be the Ducks. Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, as the big thing for me has just been the way they've played despite having lost Gibson for a, a serious chunk. Because for a while, Gibson was quite literally 
the Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> yes, yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> Getzloff was there, but yeah, there's two guys that we knew. Yeah. Um, so. And now they can actually play without him, and it's not like, oh shit, John Gibson's out. It's like, okay, this is a serious fucking team. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I'm going to start off with Calgary. Um, Calgary is by far my most surprising team this year. Like, I mean, Minnesota's up there, but I thought they'd be good. I didn't even think Calgary would be good, but they're, like, great. So the defense is fantastic. They shut down everyone. Goaltenders are playing out of their skin, and they're getting goals from kind of everywhere, which I really like. Like, obviously, Mangiapane's having a ridiculous season. Johnny Goudreau's kind of having a re, uh, revitalized season. And then depth-wise, like, Milan Lucic is, like, a legit NHL player again. And he by, he does not have the worst contract even close to the NHL anymore. Like, five is obviously too much for Lucic now. But the way he is playing, I'm not that mad about this contract. Like, with what he's doing. Uh, but Blake Coleman coming in seemed to be the biggest notice for just the style of the forwards changing. They press a lot more than they ever have. And Goudreau doesn't look like he's only there to cherry pick and score goals anymore. He looks like a real hockey player everywhere around the ice. He's still well, got for the- like two years. They were like trying to force Mangiapane or Dubé to make their top six grade. Yeah, now they that were. You have Coleman, you don't, oh, have, to you don't force have to at all. Both of those guys to be in the top six, you know, like yep. Mangiapane's obviously in there now because he's solidified himself, but. Yeah, exactly. Hey. No, it's just this team. Coleman's Actually, I think Dubé's brought... on the top six technically because he's playing technically, with Coleman or whatever. I but you've created is, a but... top nine. That's like yeah, actually still. legit. Like that well, addition of Coleman. And that's it. Balance that with Lucic group. stepping up too is a big, big piece playing that third line. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's some disappointing players. Obviously, on the team still like Sean Monahan. Like I know he's playing in a certain role i just don't like him in that role that's my only gripe i have with this team but everyone else matthew kachuk this team is great i love everything about this team and daryl sutter proving me wrong yet again so let's uh move on to our final teams chase what is your final most surprising team in the league well, technically, they're Calgary. They're tied. My my two teams are kind of tied. Yeah. They're Calgary and Detroit. Uh, but I'll talk about Detroit. Talk about Detroit. Obviously, you just talked about <laughs> Calgary. Uh, yeah, obviously, they're the most surprising to me was because I just wanted our team to suck this year, and we didn't. <laughs> so it's just surprising to see that we actually give a full game like we play every game we played every game all year yes instead of seemingly not showing up for most of every game and that's that that's the most surprising part to me not thinking that not saying that they couldn't do it and there was no way they would do it at the start of the year i just didn't want it to happen because i feel like this is our last chance to be not good to get another prospect elite prospect yeah yeah exactly i get that that. early rebuilds can kind of screw you by being too yeah. good so that was definitely a fear yeah exactly and it's it sucks in a sense but like like i said it's time to just start winning it doesn't really matter you can always kind of have an off year and maybe retool a year or two down down the road yeah, if, that's true if you feel you need to just to get a higher pick because you need that extra punch or whatever but right no i'm pleasantly surprised with that uh 
the the Larkin effect, I guess. Yes. I don't know what it is exactly. He's he's really become our Stepped captain, up. and it's nice to see. Absolutely, and you didn't even bring up the, the rookies. Guys. Yeah, I was just about to say, didn't even bring guys. up the, how well the rookies are playing on top of it too. So you must yeah. be because you don't need to. <laughs> yeah, probably this was your Christmas present this year was getting to watch a competitive Wings team. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's your it, early it Christmas is. gift. Um, it truly is. Absolutely. Well, let's throw. Because I was f- hoping for this, and I thought they could be this for like yeah. a month or two, like a good portion of the season at least. You know, like we'll see right. the wings this year. Like, see, we, well, the are, are, we gonna, it, yeah. are we gonna not see the wings this year? Like, we yeah. might see the wings all year now. Yeah, so, no, that would be crazy. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Uh, Jordan, let's throw it over to you, and you can talk about your last most surprising team. I'm gonna go in a bit of a, di- a different direction. I'm gonna say Buffalo. Interesting. I like I, it. I expected Buffalo to be a bottom two team, like one hundred percent. So did I. <laughs> Currently, they're doing better than a lot of teams. They shouldn't be. They're better <laughs> than Montreal. They're better than Ottawa. They're better than the Islanders, the Devils, the the uh, Seattle, Chicago. Like they're yeah, doing a lot of too good. They're doing too good. I expected them to be an undeniable ass team yeah not not arizona bad <laughs> yeah no doubt next level like you're not going to compare a bad season to arizona because we knew it if you have a bad season it was going to be compared to buffalo because they have nhlers yeah i uh, thought i genuinely thought they were bad enough buffalo that they would be within four points of arizona yeah exactly right and, and yeah i had them really they have not bottom two. Mm-hmm. I've been really impressed, especially with their their way of holding on to games and taking it to overtime. Yeah, not yeah. necessarily having the most luck in overtime, but just the fact that they can get that point. You know, that's, that's something huge. that they're playing competitive yeah. games. Like it's important, like exactly. to do when to you're do a that. Team, those single point games can be the reason you get playoffs or not. Yeah, absolutely for sure. Um, I'll jump into mine. I'm just going to list a couple of teams that were kind of there, but kind of slowed down a little bit. we got Columbus. They started off super hot. They've slowed down a little bit, um, kind of come back down to earth a bit more. Devils, kind of exactly where we thought they'd be at this point. They started off hot as well. Um, and obviously, like Detroit being mentioned like you had there. I wanted Bram Seattle being in the basement. The Pacific's kind of surprising. We thought San Jose would be more or less down there instead. I guess, hey, if we want to talk about... Yes, it should be Seattle. To we me, had them playoffs almost. Yeah. For me... I should be saying it's the most surprising, but in all reality, I would I wasn't going to be surprised if yeah. they did do this. And that's and that's that the issue the with it. It's not surprising, <laughs> but we expected more out of you. Now, yeah. I got a team where this is definitely Chase is probably second, and I'm surprised he didn't bring it up, but he did bring up Minnesota, so that's fair enough. I'm gonna say Dallas. Um They are in the same boat. Because I talked so much about Boston, I was gonna bring up them too, because we always expect Boston to be good, but not as much. I think Dallas are just, oh boy, this is just not look good. And when it does, it's great. It is so great. But this is by far the most surprising team because I've never seen a team be this streaky in 30 games. They went seven straight wins and then went like, what, six straight losses or something? And at the start, yeah, okay, they had four. Yeah, but at the start of the year, they had right. like, oh like, yeah. Like it's, eight losses out of like 
10 or 11 games or something like this team has just been constantly limboing between like bad and good the worst and the best team so i think it's where they are and where a lot of people thought they'd be after having an injury riddled season and like a write-off season what did that what did i hear the one guy was like you know for like we all thought there was gonna be like goalie questions and stuff because they did all these weird goalie moves. Yep. And then it's and that's, that's one just of the like most the solidified spots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like their the defense is not showing up every game. So um, yeah. I have a I have a theory on why Dallas is defense is struggling more than they have in the past, though. They're smaller than they used to be. Do you notice? They don't have Jamie Alexiak anymore. Like that losing him was huge. And I wondered that for this team's identity. He really kind of made this team's identity what it is. Very big, strong, hard to get past defensemen. Especially on the defensive side. Hey, yes. this is like exactly. They always had one play, guy yeah. who was a big, strong, like, because Lindell's pretty big. Hawk and Paw, like, come in as a decent yeah. replacement, but, but just not, not the players, same. Hey. They're not aggressive enough. And that's what Alexiak brought. Well, yeah, exactly. Some, like, like Hawk seems, like, immature aggressive. Like, they're not. Yeah, Sutter's not aggressive at all. Like, he's a big guy, but he doesn't use it that much, especially now. So I think that's a big problem with their defense and why they do get scored on in dip, in front of the net. A yeah, lot like, more, they're a different so. dynamic. I think I've kind of said it before that bonus needs to, like, they need somebody to do, you need to do something slightly different here. Like, you're not mm-hmm. completely off and, page when you're, like, structuring how you guys are playing. But, like, and that's why I asked, a whole portion of their game that's just not being yeah. revealed and is probably Very why much. you're losing. And that's why we asked, should bonus, maybe there be a new voice in Dallas and not that bonus isn't a good coach and wouldn't get in our job potentially, but, and that we want just to like lose the job. Palmer it's just like, situation. it's a Paul like, Maurice sure. situation. Maybe there's a new voice like, and he's come in and like get like, Sagan going. Maybe it's the coach. The people stop and mm-hmm. think like maybe Sagan's struggling because the coach is putting him in terrible places to succeed too. Yeah. like bad mental mind yeah. and stuff, you know like it's just not it's, working not clicking it, it's not clicking this it's team doesn't look clicking. to click at all so no <laughs> that's why they're the most sagging yeah not clicking clearly. yeah exactly and i it just should be yeah. an issue especially after several years of it yeah so no they just gotta be one of my most surprising teams um i had to mention them in there being they're... sixth in the central when chase did you have third second third Okay, something at the like start of the year, start, I start, had yeah. them like fifth or something like that. But yeah, now I have them in like mid pack. Yeah, like the they're not like, like I never thought Nashville not... would be better. That's another team yeah, I should have brought up, but <laughs> they're yeah, legit they're actually good. Underneath, they're my uh, they would be the next team I would have brought up when yeah. it comes to surprise teams on and, the on the ups surprising. And again. then the Islanders on the down. I should probably mention how disappointing they've just been this year especially at home like oh boy two five and three yeah. terrible especially record. talking at this moment hold man yes not a good time rough time, in, time. on the island so. really looking for a different uh different team after this hey which is kind yep. of starting to look like there's a little magic going here all over wallstrom starting yeah. to heat up maybe there'll be we something might, spark, we might. but we might have something here in the Islanders, but you know, might we got a Christmas a break. We got all this crap going on. Like, who knows what we're going to see when these guys come back to play and when we get that going again. So, yeah, never know yeah. what backup goalie you're going to play next. So, um, <laughs> anyways, is there anything else to note on 
Uh, before I close, <laughs> yeah. Like, like good for all these uh, guys. Like, yeah. Play, hey? like, love that goalies like, get to like, play, but yeah, I guess this is why play. we don't have a goalie carousel that often. This explains yeah, hey. a lot. <laughs> why, wow. like, why don't we just give this guy a chance? Well, <laughs> there's a reason. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, do you guys have anything else to add before I close this out? Nope, I don't think so. Um, I really. Uh, the World Juniors are happening, right? Yeah, we're doing that. Uh, we're look out for the World no, Juniors. No, like the World Juniors. Oh is yes, happening. as like far as we know, as far as we know currently, yeah, it is going to be a yeah, bubble like situation. The prelim. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, I'll bring up. Did you know Miko Koivu is the coach for the Finnish team? I heard that actually. I completely Isn't slipped my mind sweet? until you mentioned that. But that's sweet. I was like, what? Doesn't get no cut. Maybe he'll get some gold. Yeah, no That'd doubt, buddy. No doubt. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking the only NHLer this year well, seemingly you know? able to get gold, um, <laughs> or former, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess we didn't even bring are that gonna, up. <laughs> are we going to rip up a little uh, World Junior? We are going to bring that Christmas? up. Yes, we are. So be on the lookout. I was just going to uh, plug that. So be on the lookout for a World Junior I... Edition podcast. We're going to post that on the 24th. Now, we're doing it before Christmas because we got a lot of places to go ourselves. So this will be recorded multiple days early, so we might miss a game before it's like it'll, a game might be played before it's out. So just keep that in mind. We're just going to review the teams, talk about the tournament, maybe talk about who we think will win, maybe some leading scorers, stuff like that. Just the fun World Junior talk for about 30 minutes to an hour. So be on the lookout for that on the 24th or the 25th. Uh, that'll be our Christmas gift to you guys. Um, anyways, but go follow our social medias too on Twitter and Instagram, the couch on ice. Jordan's running our Instagram account, so he's going to have a lot more than I did going with that. So make sure you check it out um, and check out our YouTube page for any new videos or podcasts or everything you like hockey from us. Anyways, you guys have a Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you guys. I will be back after. We will all be back after Christmas, but you'll hear us for the Junior Edition. Yep. Happy holidays. Peace.